Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win, including boosted same-game parlays for the upcoming NBA action after the football season. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive a special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's Bet $10, Win $200 offer. Just bet $10 and win $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. And let's get after it. Bet 10, win 200 is not available in Michigan. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan... 1-800-270-7117. In New York, one eight seven seven eight hope ny Tennessee, 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Green Light Podcast. Mm. We got the 40-yard dash man himself, Rich Eisen, on today's show. Chris Macon and Rich talk about Jim Harbaugh, Juwan Howard in Michigan. All the news that's going on in Ann Arbor right now, especially after Jawan Howard's five-game suspension that'll last the rest of the regular season. Full disclosure, we recorded this with Rich before the news of Jawan Howard's suspension was released. So just know that before you listen. We also learned from Rich that he spent some time on the comic stage in college doing some stand-up comedy. And then we talk about being the best dad. After Rich... Chris Macon and Dr. Fax talk about some old tweets that were resurfaced over the weekend. Improving the NBA All-Star Game Dunk Contest. We're going to review the USFL uniforms. We're going to talk a little President's Day, which we missed. Happy days, folks. Doing this pod with no ears in, make. I have written down here, uh, skin, knee, no ears. Yeah, it's a different kind of day for me. I hurt my knee exercising earlier. I'm going to get you involved in that. Monday mornings, right? You and me. 9.30 a.m. Were you pushing a sled? What were you doing? Uh, I did some uh, a double leg movement. I did some RDLs, and uh, I did about 30 minutes of uphill walking on my oh. treadmill. That's, that's the way I, I get exercise now. I haven't sprinted and. Well, I chased the dog who was headed for the road, but that's it over the last year or two. Not true because you did a 40-yard dash, and we can ask Rich Eisen about that a little later. Oh, we will talk to Rich Eisen. How was your weekend, man? My weekend was great. I saw you twice Yeah. Uh, outside of the studio yeah. where we get along great. Yeah, outside the studio? Yeah. 
<laughs> something else. We should try that more. Yeah, 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 yeah. It really puts into perspective how we get along in, inside the studio. Not great? And in, in that it's not as great. Not yeah. as great. But we're yeah. going to get along great today. I feel weird that you don't have ears in. Like, I'm trying to talk differently at you. I can hear you just the same. It's kind of like when somebody's on the screen and we're doing a Zoom interview for people at home. Like, we sit here, there's a Zoom screen straight ahead. And sometimes I will yell because the screen's not that big. So I think the person's far away, <laughs> but the person is just, he's not, you know, like, uh, you know, he's not zoomed in on his face. Right. So don't worry about it. I hear everything you're saying. I hear everything Reed's doing back there. I hear everything Matt's doing. I hear everything Taylor's doing. It's actually better without the ears. And for people at home, ears are the headphones, which I have no idea why we have them. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Hello. I would ask why, but I know. Let's not dive too deep into it. Let's do layup line shuffle and then talk about Jawan Howard. All right, so layup line. People have been really into this shuffle shit. Well, it is interesting. It, two very different people. And you could have some embarrassing stuff on oh. your Spotify. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at a Sweet Home Alabama by the Florida State Marching Band right now. <laughs> okay, there's one. <laughs> No, 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 no. I hadn't hit it yet. That's okay. just that my most Your, your lovely one. wife, when we were together this weekend, told me that all you listen to at home is marching band music and that your family is tired of marching band music. True. Okay, just a little table setter here. Robert Mueller, true. That's okay. how he would answer questions. Robert Durst incriminates himself in the bathroom. Yeah, That true. was incredible. He just died, by the way, Robert Durst. R.I.P. Uh, oh, uh, R. R. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. These boots, Eric Church. Oh, that's a good one. These boots. Yeah, these boots. People say Eric Church looks like me. I could see that. I see Chase Rice more. You could be related. Related to Eric Church. Pointy nose. Yeah. Beard. Oh, this is weird because I played this at your home the other day. Immortality Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Immortality, that's a fucking hardcore. We're doing three, okay? Three. And number three, Can't You See, oh, Marshall Tucker Marshall Band. Marshall Tucker Band. Can't you see? Oh, my taste might not be so that's bad. That's pretty good, dude. I, I know I'm going to have a bad day now. Ghosts of Mississippi, the Steel Drivers. I dreamed about the ghost of Mississippi. I've been loving you too long. Otis Redding. Oh. Ooh. I've been loving you. Hijos del Sol, Hermanos Gutierrez. Oh, it's just guitar uh, music. I don't even know who the fuck this is or when I added them. But Los Poyos Hermanos. Yeah, Breaking Bad. Gus Fring. Yeah, Gus. Good word association. There. Um, all right, so I'll go Ghost of Mississippi. That's the best song that I just pulled. That's Stapleton's. I always tell people to go listen to the Steel Drivers if they like Chris Stapleton. Uh, evidently a lot of people didn't listen to the steel drivers. The steel drivers are awesome I don't know that cowboy Reed is going to select the steel drivers, but check them out I don't know that cowboy Reed is going to pick my nominee Can't you see? Marshall Tucker band. I was hoping this would be the matchup. This is the toughest matchup yet, but wow. we're going with the steel drivers Wow, that's tough for Reed because he's a big like vintage southern rock guy by the way, if you're doing Marshall Tucker Band, check out Southern Woman and Fly Eagle Fly. 
to okay. one of their favorites. All right, go some Mississippi. Oh, oh, Lord, why have you forsaken me? Got me down in Mississippi where I don't want to be. Before we get into Rich Eisen, we got to talk about the biggest story in sports, yeah? Yeah. Skier's penis froze. <sighs> did you it's, hear about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy, did I. It's one of those where you you only really need to read the headline to get the whole... Especially because uh, it's not a fucking big deal, dude. It is not a big deal. That's my take. Not impressed at all. John Bobbitt, not an athlete, not an Olympian, frozen dick, side of the highway, reattached. Didn't even get his dick detached to be reattached. Not impressed. Now, has this gentleman's uh, thawed? I don't this know. This is I where I wish I had that before. It's thawed out now? He used a hand warmer afterwards to warm oh, it back up. Oh, fucking, he had to use a hand warmer. Well, did he just announce that it was frozen? How did yeah, we find out that it was like frozen? Yeah, this seems like guy's trying to get some... He just announced it. He said that was the coldest part of his body, pretty much. After he got off the course, he was like, my appendage is frozen. I mean, pretty oh. liberal usage of the word frozen. If your appendage is frozen, you're not going to be able to get it unfrozen with a hand warmer. You remember in Dumb and Dumber, he got his tongue stuck to the pole? Yep. Now that's frozen. If your dick is frozen to a pole or something like that, that's, that's, we're in the danger zone. Just saying your dick is cold, you're not getting a medal for that, no pun intended. Because of the pole, medal. Got it. I was trying to figure out the pun. There is no pun. The pun is the medal. You're not getting a medal. medal. He's an Olympian. Pole. Sure. Yeah. Polling and, position. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I think it's a brilliant uh, marketing move because if nobody else knew that his thing was frozen, now he says it was frozen He's and hand warmers next warmed dick it up. Warmer fucking move over man. shack icy hot. Move over Durex. This Olympian cat. Yeah. Also in the news, Jawan Howard oh. got in a little um Speaking of a frozen rope, I don't know if that works or not. Does it, do you think? No, he didn't throw anything. His hand. I guess. Frozen rope's usually like a throw from from the outfield, right, baseball. Right, right, right. How are the Blue Jays doing? Oh, it's uh, we're locked out. No, I know. Yeah. What are they doing during the lockout? Do you know? No. Huh. Not reporting. So I think this Jawan Howard thing is an overreaction from both sides. Number one, overreaction. It's an overreaction inception. It's overreaction from the people that want him fired. And it's also an overreaction from the people who are outraged that anybody would want him fired. Like there, there are two camps of people in this argument, it seems. People that realize that in sports, a little scuffle, as long as it doesn't get super ugly, there was no blood. There were no fans involved. This wasn't a malice at the palace thing. A little scuffle like this is good for sports if it doesn't get out of hand. There's emotion. These two teams give a shit. I have a reason north of watching Big Ten basketball to sit there and watch Wisconsin-Michigan next year, right? We're in the conference tourney. CBS made that admission by not cutting away from the action. They were playing these guys off, and then they started calling it like a UFC match. They leaned into it. So I think like... It's not outrageous to say that this is not actually bad for sports every once in a while. It's not like this happens every time 
two teams get together at the end of uh, a game. But it has happened in some variation now twice in two years with Juwan Howard. So I understand why people, and a lot of these people calling for his firing, are not even aware of what happened last year at Maryland where he allegedly told Turgeon that he was going to kill him and had to get restrained. And by the way, nobody touched him there. So like the whole thing is we've kind of, and the Wisconsin coach is wrong, right? He's wrong. There's varying degrees of wrong and that sort of thing. But we've kind of done this thing with Juwan Howard now where the Wisconsin coach is why he slapped the other coach 45 seconds later. That's not the case. You don't put your hands on somebody. He was wrong to put his hands on Juwan. Juwan also was trying to power right by him and said, I'll remember that fucking shit, which is not akin to just keeping it moving. So like this whole thing is messy, but at the end of the day, we can't be surprised that one of the couple college coaches that everybody knows is one of the most high profile coaches. Yes, he coached in the NBA. Yes, he paid his dues, but he's an NBA player. He's high profile. You can't be surprised that people are going to be a little bit fucking shocked and talk about this for a Sunday, uh, the first Sunday without football. Yeah, I think we can live in the gray on this one. It doesn't have to be black and white. It's probably going to be a suspension for the rest of this season, legitimate anger management because we're on strike two now, and then you come back next season. You don't need to lose your job over it, but people need to be... They, they, they need to be so far onto one side that you're right. They're, uh, they're being incepted on this one. Now, for the folks saying to get rid of the handshake line, uh, that's a step too far for me. I mean, let's say shootings go up. What are we going to say? Get rid of the guns? I mean, let's not. <laughs> no, but I mean, look, people can, can, can yeah, act people civil can, in handshake lines. People can get their handshakes like on on. They can go anywhere to get their handshakes. You're right. And we should say Wisconsin, for those who have been under a rock, Wisconsin blowing out Michigan. Michigan presses the Wisconsin walk-ons to try and make it more respectable. And the computers appreciate that. The computers really do care about margin of victory. And yes. Michigan is squarely on the bubble. Yes. So this is a thing. Okay. Wisconsin calls That's timeout an interesting take there. late. So there's something to Michigan pressing Wisconsin. Hey, but, I, don't, I don't love it, right. but it does make a difference. But... When the other team's like, hey, I don't want a 10-second violation. Time out. There's two teams playing hard here, right? And then so, if you're Greg Gard, you got to let Jawan give you the blow-by. This is my thing about sports media and like the timeline, you know, because yesterday I hopped on my desktop for a little bit. And I just noticed that like it's undeniable we're, we're making Jawan a bit of a victim here because he's Jawan Howard. Like another coach in the NCAA that we hadn't heard as much about. We're not going to hear as much about it, but maybe that guy does get fired. Maybe that guy, I mean, like not to mention the fact that like you have the context of the thing last year and this team's on the bubble and they've got, you know, all these great players, as you've mentioned, like it's not going to be pretty for a day. Why do people want people to move on so fucking fast after their favorite person gets in trouble? Like, this is how it goes. For a day, people will tweet about him. For a day, people might call for his firing. I don't think he gets fired. I don't think it's the right thing to do. But I don't think, you know, if somebody calls for his firing that it's the waging of some culture war, as Damian Woody, my guy, put it. I disagree with Damian Woody on this. I know it's a delicate topic, and we haven't even mentioned that yet. I don't care what the coach looks like. We'd be talking about this. The coach would be disciplined. 
If you want to bring up Woody Hayes and Bobby Knight, women smoked cigarettes like 10, 15 years before some of these guys were coaching during mm. pregnancy. Mm. So like a lot has changed since Woody Hayes and Bobby Knight, man. Like don't bring up coaches from 40 years ago talking about how we would do things this year. We do things in 2022 differently than we did in 2019. Well, and in 2022, I can see the clip of Jawan Howard seven seconds after the game ends, the game I didn't, I wasn't watching live. There is a gif. It's a, it's a gif loop hybrid of him just petting the side of this guy's fucking head. It's actually kind of funny. Don't count me in the outrage. Count me in the annoyed like kind of subcategory of people that are just like, can everybody get off their fucking soapbox, please? Yeah. After several hours of reflection, I have uh, really no opinion of no. this. Now, for the folks who are saying, what about the kids? Setting an example. You need to set an example for the kids. Waylon sees that. What do you tell him? Well, you know how I feel about fighting. I'm north of how you feel about fighting. You're saying, like, hey, Way, that man should have closed his fist, gotten his, his hips into it, and really cranked no, on No, what him. I would say to Waylon, who's five... And like what I would say to an 18 year old kid is you don't have to do anything another adult does. It's that fucking simple. If you're that worried about the kids, these guys are guys who are now you know signing NIL deals. Many of them, their classmates are in the NBA. They're living on their own. They have real world responsibilities. If anybody is adult enough to fucking deal with a coach that got a little mad or gets a little mad sometimes, it's, it's college athletes. Not to mention, they know who their coach is. Like, watch their faces when Jawan got mad. Like, I'm sure one or two of them was like, fuck, dude. Like, they know his temper. Okay? This whole thing of, like, these kids, well, what's next with these kids? Like, because Bobby Petrino got road rash on a motorcycle with a, with his side chick, that doesn't mean his whole team then went out and got a Harley Davidson and a, and a, and a girlfriend on the side. You know what I mean? Like, we don't... I. Now, there is something to this. If, if you are in a group and Juwan Howard starts pushing and shoving, then all the players are sitting there as well like, oh, it's okay. If they were wanting to fight in the first place, then they get the permission slip. That guy that was throwing hands, who, by the way, I think one of them could throw hands pretty good on the Michigan side of things, that guy was ready to fight. You don't go from like zero to 200 He's he wants the fight. Juwan gave him the permission slip. You know what I mean? So in an effect, I could see that. But no kid that's sitting there peacefully in the handshake line goes from great game to I want to kill your family because Juwan Howard cuffed the side of that fucking coach's head. Right. Which is different from when Juwan Howard said he would kill Mark Turgid. Any repercussions for the gentleman, the uh, trainer who said that the Michigan sideline should uh, suck it? No. Okay. All right. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying I would rule the, the college ranks like the XFL, but I do think that you know, I've been in football fights. I've probably been in more football fights than real life fights. And, you know, I don't think that makes me a bad person. I don't think being in a football fight as ugly as they might have been before makes me a bad person. I don't think it makes athletes bad people to get that worked up over something that means a lot to them. What's fucked up about this whole thing, fighting in sports, is... People boil it down to it's just a game. That is so both sides of your mouth to say it's just a game. 
these guys are managing, you know, college education, a good one at that at Wisconsin or Michigan. You know, they have real world responsibilities. They have a tremendous amount of pressure on them. People are coaching for their livelihoods. Like people can get fired. Their families have to move. Like we boil this down to it's college sports. We can keep the pageantry without, you know, playing dumb and putting our heads in the sand as to how high the stakes are and how on edge people are. Sometimes it spills over and it's okay. Now again, what about the adult male who pointed to his <laughs> there should I love be that. Social, Hero. social repercussions for that guy at very minimum. As I also in, love like, number elevating. 44 from Wisconsin yeah. and the closer look in, all he wanted to do was, was, uh, was sing varsity, Brad, whatever that means. Brad Davison, I, you know. I'm I just not, want to go sing varsity. There was a fight going on. I want to go sing varsity. Brad Davis, respectfully, we we can't wait for you to um, stop playing college sports. You hate him, huh? At least on this side of the couch. I know who you don't hate. Rich Eisen. Yeah. This is an exciting uh, deal for you. And well, for me, because I've been wanting to have Rich Eisen on for a while, And he hosted honestly. sports centers basically every single one of our teenage years yeah. before going to NFL Network. So. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a wheelhouse for a kid who likes sports. So, Olbermann, Dan Patrick, Kilborn, Chris Berman. Olbermann fell out of Stu ranks Scott. for me when he went like full crazy. Sure. I'm just saying. Like he was in a Boston heyday. market ad uh, <laughs> like 10 years ago and then just absolutely skewered a kid for turkey hunting recently. I was like, yeah, just peak Olbermann. But this is about Rich Eisen. Yep. Um, Hey, you want to do a thing where we have Rich Eisen on and we don't ask him about Jawan Howard? We should ask him about the big news out of Ann Arbor about the coach, Jim Harbaugh, screwing over the school for more money, flirting with the Minnesota Vikings job he was never going to take. We'll see if we ask him about Jawan Howard. Okay. When your business is starting its championship run, nothing matters more than finding and hiring the best team. With Indeed, you have the power to build a dynasty by hiring more MVPs faster. If you're hiring, you need Indeed, because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. Indeed makes it easy to hire great talent. According to Comscore, Indeed is the number one job site worldwide. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so I've, I've finally cashed in the uh, the Rich Eisen. Uh, I don't know what you would call it, but Rich always calls me to come on his show, and I'm always busting his balls, so I'm like, oh, there's a white DN that made news, so Rich Eisen calls me the next I get a text like clockwork. And then eventually what he realized, he likes having me on his show. So now I don't even need like Aiden Hutchinson to be in the draft. Rich calls me <laughs> yeah. all the time to come on the show. What's up, Rich? 
How are you, Chris Long? What's going on? I'm great. I'm great now. I'm seeing you on this side of the Zoom. We coordinated this thing. We had a funny text exchange. We should talk about having a guy right off the top, shall we? Go for it. Yeah, sure. So Rich Eisen claims that he does not have a guy. I said, if you give me your email address, I will have uh, my guy send you a Zoom link. And Rich Eisen said, I don't have a guy, just me. Only fancy people like you have assistance. Redacted at richeisenshow.com. Yes. I said, this will be a good topic. You don't have a guy. He said, I have someone I can technically designate someone as the guy, but essentially you're communicating with the guy. Speak to that, Rich. It's a true story, Chris, because anytime I reach out to you to say, would you mind coming on the show? You're like, I, yeah, that, that, that should work. I don't know. Email this person. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, if, if that's the gatekeeper to Chris Long's pearls of wisdom, I'll do that. Cause I really want Chris on the show. And, um, you know, and, and it doesn't matter, uh, whose position is on the field or anything like that. I, I want your, your take. And, um, and then I get, I have to go to an email and then invariably I have to wait for that person to get around to getting back to me. And then if I don't hear for a bit, no, if I don't hear for a bit, then I get a little antsy. Maybe, you know, there's a, there's spam situations. You You gotta click, click all the bicycles to get into the email. Like we have a whole bunch of steps of authentication. So, so when you say to me, you know, would you like to come on? the show i'm like absolutely no problem just give me the time and whenever it is and you're like i'll i'll send the email to whoever your guy is and i'm like i don't have a guy i just know my schedule and i'll be there so according to my guy you have a guy or a gal this is where the the plot thickens okay i do have people (laughs) like there are there's a difference between there's a difference between having people to help arrange for a show filled with guests for me. Yeah. Yeah. But if I'm a guest on somebody else, you know, just tell me and I'll be there. Well, I thought you were really easy to deal with on the other side of the guest booking thing. And I don't know if that was a way of guilt tripping me for my difficult ADD brain, but Rich was immediately answering my text. He was like, what time, how long do you need me? He's a true pro. Both on sides a plane. of the mic. On yeah, a on flight. A, wow. On a flight. Internet on a flight, internet no on a flight flex. Rich, direct, yes, direct, unfiltered access to Chris is no peach, my friend. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> Fuck me, dude. I mean really? I mean what what one <laughs> what one paragraph could be is twenty eight separate texts. Text. It's better it's, constantly. It's better that you deal with the guy. You okay, know what I mean? The guy just, could, I'm saying okay, the you. guy the guy filters, the guy yeah. um There's, translates the guy exactly. removes removes any fuss or, or muss. Comms comms are not my strong suit. No. But well, I'm, I'm a nice guy. Do you want to hit him with this thing real quick? Yeah. Do you see our title here, Rich? It says Very Good Dads. Very good dads. Do you have anything like that? Oh. Best dad ever. Best dad ever. So what we have here is we are like in constantly improving dads. We're humble dads. We're motivated. We, yeah, there's a lot of room for us to improve. And every time I watch your awesome show, I think there there's a complacent dad. <laughs> What does that mean? What I mean, mean, I don't know. You say you're the best ever. There's nothing else that you could do. You're on the mountain in the annals of fa- fatherhood, man. Well, yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> what my children think of me, and then there's you know, I guess this one Father's Day gift that I think there's still a price tag on the back of it because the kids didn't. Wow, this is expensive. Oh, he's blaming his kids like the best dad ever would do. All right, I'm going to name a couple dads. You tell me, 
better okay. than these dads. All right, here we go. Liam Neeson and Taken. Oh, God. Um, that's definitely the most, I guess, uh, revenge-thirsty dad, right? <laughs> oh, okay. That doesn't, that doesn't fit on this. Okay, all right. <laughs> you know, Placard. Yeah, I will, I will hunt somebody down if, if necessary, if that push comes to shove. Phil yeah. Dunphy, Modern Family. <laughs> now, now I'm closest to him. Okay. Then, you know, married up. Um, you know, I have certain tricks um, that that I think are really clever, but aren't at all. Um, yeah, I'm I'm closer to Phil Dunphy than anybody that you've mentioned so far. Okay, Odell Beckham Sr. You can't be a better dad than him. Well, let me just tell you something. Um, <laughs> my kids are just beginning to get into youth sports, uh-huh. and they're always open. They're always open. <laughs> yes, they're always open. And here's there was one moment that I had with my son, my younger son, a couple of years ago in a uh, pony baseball game where they are letting kids pitch to kids. They're letting eight-year-olds pitch to Mm eight-year-olds. Okay. And it's just like the whole point of this is for the kids to hit and learn how to play and not be hit. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm already coming into this thing with a lot of skepticism and my son steps to the plate because he got the bat lead off because the manager of the team didn't want to make up the schedule or make up the lineup based on whatever he wanted to do it. He based it on when the kids arrived. (laughs) So now I have two other kids. So getting my son to the game on time proved very difficult, but this was the last game of the year. And my wife and I, we made sure we're going to make sure my son bats freaking lead off. So he got him there and he batted lead off last game of the year, steps in, eight-year-old versus eight-year-old and took the first pitch right in the freaking chop straight <laughs> down and he's writhing on the ground. So no, I'm the dad who runs out on the field to make sure he's okay, but um, don't want to alarm him by my presence. But I just wanted to see if he's all right as he writhes on the ground and the umpire told him to take his base. And I'm like, what do you mean? Take your base. Like he's been waiting for a week to bat lead off. I, <laughs> Drag my ass out of the house to make sure my kid batted Leo. He's going to yes. bat. Like, he'd get back in the bat. Like, what are we teaching him? Like, at age eight, if you get hit, you take your base or do you take You get another at bat. I think you get another at bat, in my That's opinion. Right, if I were so now, commissioner. But now, here I, but now here I am, you know, arguing with somebody who's taking their time out of their day to be the umpire for this eight year old versus eight year old battle. <laughs> like, barking at this guy, I became, I became that dad. It's easy so, to become that dad, I think. That's as close to Odell Beckham Sr. as I've ever got. Okay. <laughs> so your kid's so. going to get a Super Bowl ring at some point then? Yeah. Okay. That's All correct. Right. Okay. Yes. More family stuff. Your wife uh, is a producer, yes? Or still a producer at ESPN? She's, well, that's where I met her as a producer for ESPN. She is. She actually sat in this very chair last two days. That's when why I, I asked. Yeah. My show. yeah. So that's, she's, that's nice to have like people in the family that can step up, you know, oh, yeah. and probably oh, yeah. are pretty critical. This is uh, what I was going to ask you is like, I don't know if you're self-conscious as somebody who's on a microphone. You've been doing it so long, right? Like we've been doing it three years, right? At this point. And we hate our voice. We hate like us, the whole thing. (laughs) And I hate when I have to go home and fucking play a clip to my wife to to ask her if it's funny or if it's good because they are not going to bullshit us. And I can only imagine if my wife was a producer. So 
Yes. Does that add an element of insurance or self-consciousness when you get home from work? No, no self-consciousness and it adds insurance. But there are times though, when we're, when she thinks that what I'm doing is not the best and I feel like it is. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it lends to an awkward moment in the house, you know, but that's but a just, great we, tool though, to have like a relationship oh where God. somebody's one honest, but qualified to be honest. No question. And she, she, I have yet to win an Emmy award for, for my work, uh, individually. And she has, so she reminds uh, the kids who's got an Emmy award in the house and who does not, um, <laughs> again, one of those good. moments where, but no, um, I mean, Susie's an incredible, um, you know, resource producer host. Like she literally does it all a podcast that I started a couple years ago called just getting started the origin story. Uh, podcast where we have people tell their their stories. She's doing it now. I, I'm, you know, we just had a transition episode where she's now the host of it, and it's great. And this past week was ultimate. I, I took two days. I went to Hawaii for a poker trip with my buddies, and you know, nothing's better than your wife sitting in for you on your show. She had Barkley and Shaq and Jerry West, Marshall Falk sat oh, with her for awesome. three hours. And at any rate, it's just you know. It's great having, you know, the love of your life sit in your chair, you know, um, mother of your three children basically host your fourth baby. That's what she does. So that's so awesome. After all these years, do you ever get nervous interviewing people? I mean, is that something that ever pops up for you? Does it depend on the no, guest? I'm, I'm, I'm lucky. Uh, I did stand up comedy in college and nothing after that. Nothing. I didn't know that. After, yes, I did stand-up comedy in college at Michigan for three years. Doing stand-up comedy in a com comedy club um, makes everything easier. Nothing. Like, the only time, the last time I was, like, really nervous um, was, well, I mean, launching this show is nerve-wracking. But, because um, I'm not, like, a take artist. And you have to be... Inevitably. Somewhere. Inevitably, you have to have a take on stuff in order to do this show. And that's not why I got into this business to have takes. I literally got into this type of show to have interviews and talk to people and get to meet them and have, Sounds and familiar. have conversations. <laughs> but the opinionating of it doesn't come to me easily yeah. in the same way that, you know, people who I go up against every single day seems like that they hear something that happens in sports and can basically come up with a menu, an a la carte menu of different takes to have. Do I want the asshole take? Do I want the nuanced take? Do I want the take that's going to get me the clicks? Do I want that? You know, like what, which one, do, you know, suits me today. And I don't have that. I've got whatever comes out of my heart and my, my mind. But so starting this show, the first day was kind of nerve wracking. And then the first few months where I had to learn the radio business and the, um, you know, from scratch, it was quite a lot, but the last time I was really like nervous, nervous was on the set of sports center at the 2000, I guess two world series, um, where it was angels versus giants. And we're in the old pack bell park out there in left center field on the sports center set. And we just, the game had just ended and they handed me a highlight, a video highlight, uh, cold. I hadn't seen it. Hadn't, you know, I'd seen the game, but I hadn't seen the actual highlight, which is the toughest way to do those back right. in the day. For sure. But at any rate, they told me that if I screwed it up, we would not be able to re-record it until the next live showing of SportsCenter an hour later, which meant if I screwed it up, the entire crew that was thinking they could go home in three minutes would have to then wait an hour and three minutes for me to try it again. Right. 
And that kind of set me off like a bunch of people basically like, you know, is he going to do it or not? And um, that got me really nervous. Well, it's like it's like the people you work with actually weigh on you more than the people you don't know. And that that's oftentimes, believe it or not, in here, what what I struggle with is like if we're doing something, even if it's going well at 6 p.m., I'm like, fuck, everybody wants to go home. You well, know, like right. it's just that. Bath time is upon some of us and sure, we're very yeah, good yeah, yeah, dads. Yeah, we are good dads improving constantly. There's the best dad mm-hmm. ever on the other side of the Zoom. With, well, I, I want to stay on the, the comedy stuff. Can we stay there yes, for a please. second? Did As you ever I. bomb a show? Oh, God, yeah. What was the yeah. worst you ever bombed a show? Do you remember some oh, like my terrible? God, yeah. I, I got to be honest. When, when I bombed a show, when, okay. So I did it at the student union when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And so on the campus at Michigan, and this was, you know, late eighties when comedy clubs were red hot. I mean, red hot people were waiting down out the door, down the street to get in. So, um, you know, my fraternity brothers would be there. My fellow Michigan daily reporters would be there. So I packed the house on my side of things. And then it was just raucous. People were like half in the bag arriving. So the crowd was lit always. So that was easy for that respect. But then I decided, you know, maybe I want to try this for a living. And I went on the road one weekend for two shows at some laugh house or factory, whatever the hell it was called in Livonia, Michigan, which is about a 45 minute drive out of campus. So I was on the road. I brought my, my comedy, you know, uh, my college based comedy, you know, I used to do bits on, um, on my college experience. Now here I am with just regular hardworking blue collar Americans who don't know a thing of what I'm talking about. And I had no ability to switch on the fly to try and hit my audience where they live as Mm. opposed to where I live. And it sucked. It was terrible. I got paid like (laughs) in a hamburger and the couple of jokes that I did that did hit afterwards, all the comedians are together and they were like hardcore professionals. And they were asking me, you know, if I'm just a college kid, am I going to use that profession? Like, am I going to use that joke? They wanted it. Oh, they want to take your jokes. That's kind of yeah. a compliment. And it, and it was, yeah, but also I didn't know how to answer it. And I'm like, I am not freaking cut out for this. I am not cut out for this comedy thing, but it was the toughest thing I ever had to do. I sucked it that night. It was terrible. So I just basically just did it in my student union for the rest of my days at Michigan. And I loved it. it we, t- we, we talked to your friend, Jeff Garland on this show, and I didn't know you guys were so tight. And now it's like making a little bit more sense. And uh, Garland's great, man. My staple I did all the time um, was I read the penthouse forum letters in Howard Cosell's voice. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's right up his alley. That was it. Just you know? pack a stadium with Macon's. Yeah, that's that would have been uh, you'd have loved it then. Who who was your comp though in comedy coming out of you know the draft in Rich Eisen and the comedy draft? (laughs) My comp, I don't know, man. Um, You didn't have like a Mitch Hedberg delivery. It was like (laughs) your your delivery is like (laughs) no, and I wasn't like Stephen Wright. It's kind of what you see every day. Like I'm just being myself and you. That's it. That's the only That's way to do it. it. Rich, can you imagine having to try to solve a murder before DNA came along? It's like, hey, chief, there's a pool of the no, he's not. murderer's blood over here. Yeah. Oh, gross. Now let me get back to my hunch. <laughs> what? Is that a joke? That's, it. that's a joke lifted from John Mulaney. Oh, okay. It's from John Mulaney. Told. Okay, okay, so there that's you good. Go. I'm really thankful that's not you. But you liked it. You clapped. Well, clapped. I knew you were trying to bit. 
Yeah. Trying to bet. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. Do you have a question? Rich Eisen show. Now the, the, the face of NFL network for damn near 20 years. When's the last time you got, Oh yeah. Rich Eisen, that guy from sports center. I get it all the time. That's cool though. That's cool though. uh, When I go through airports, I hear the sports center theme all the time. (laughs) (laughs) The old good one. No offense to the new Sports Center no, theme. I've, no offense they, to any of the graphics. No offense to any of that. But it's kind of like the dunk contest. We remember it a certain way. Yes. You know what I mean? No, as good yeah. as Sports Center could be now, as good as the dunk contest, which I hear you want canceled, could be now. No, Sport, I don't want to cancel. Sports Center should. I wish they could time capsule that fucking thing, dude. You know, it's right. just it was. But we were kids, so I would love maybe to the kids feel that like way now. Ones. I feel I I don't know I, I I it's it's different though now, um it's different though now because now you see everything in your phone right, and so when I did it it used to, it was just a show about uh, what happened or um, seeing what you saw happen for the second time right one like for. For, for the first, you see it the second time for the first time, not like the 19th time because you already saw the first 17 in a text mm-hmm. from your friend or on Twitter or Facebook or however you take in your information. And so the show changed. It changed while I was on the air there. I was there from 96 to 03. So it started as a, you know, entertainment based infotainment show. Yeah. Um, and then morphed into, um, uh, two people arguing over why something happened, and the Sports Center anchor was now sort of the crossfire um, anchor, and I didn't like doing that anymore. And but it's different. But I did love it back in the day, man. When I was there, and I still hear people like it blows my mind when they're like, I, a thirty-year-old or a thirty-five-year-old walks up to me and said they watched me before going to school in the morning because back in that day the overnight show that I did with Stuart Scott mostly would get re-aired throughout the night and in the morning. Yeah, I just got chills because I'm thinking about wanting to know the fucking score of the hockey game that went into three overtimes and I had to go to bed. Right. You know, I mean, like, I, I right. sat there with, with my parents at the breakfast table and, you know, like, raced downstairs. That was the one reason I wanted to get up in the morning to see what happened last night after I went to bed. So kudos to that yeah. whole gang, man. You know, like, it's pretty awesome. I mean, just what an iconic group. But you know now they basically outlawed sports on the Instagram account for Sports Center, so it might it might come full circle. You might not be able to get any sports. All they do is like kids doing the gritty. Uh, right. so, you know what I mean? Like it's very non-sports now. So maybe we will get that novelty back eventually with Sports Center. Internet no sports highlights. Maybe I don't know. It, it's just to be it. I always think great highlights are uh, shows still work. I really do. I did one for the Olympics last summer called Tokyo Gold, where it was just uh, a straight hour of highlights, period, straight through um, and showing all the Olympic events. And I had some fun with like archery highlights. And uh, we did a, a segment on lesser known sports, gave it an extra like long highlight. I yeah. called it Rich's shuttlecock minute. So I could say the word shuttlecock as much as I possibly <laughs> That's could. Good. Nice. That's good. You, you can know. work here. Yeah. You know, and then you just have fun moments in the highlights. Like when this uh, Norwegian runner ran an insane race and he just ripped his shirt off. And I said, he was showing off his Northern lights. I mean, like <laughs> that's the sort of stuff that I always used to do on sports center and it worked. And, and I, you know, Berman's still doing his, 
uh, primetime show now on ESPN Plus. I, 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 I'm call me a sucker. I just think highlight shows still work if that they're should done be the on the front program. page. Chris Berman. It's about the artists doing it too. I mean, so like, even if I've seen all the highlights, I would give anything to hear. I always tell this story when I played for the Rams. Not a lot of people watch the Rams. We barely made Chris Berman's show. You know, Boomer right. and and right. Tom Jackson late at night. Right. I used to stay up with a dip in on like beer fifteen in St. Louis in my apartment squinting my eyes trying to see one Steven Jackson highlight from Chris Berman, just one of my teammates. But it was like even playing in the league, you know, it's been so many years of me consuming sports media. I still wanted to see the highlights of games I played in. And it's because Chris Berman was doing it. So it's about the artist, I think, as much as, you know, kind of the art form. And I hope it never goes away. But I think the Olympics are a great medium to do like kind of that extended highlight deal. There's no way you catch it all. Exactly, because they're they're on like 15 networks and with time zones, you don't know when you've seen it. Yeah. So this is a one stop shop, you know, show called Tokyo Gold. And I hadn't it was wild, like um, and and it was produced uh, by a fellow named Dan Steer, who I worked with at ESPN years ago. So he came in with an ESPN mentality, um, a sports center mentality. And, you know, I had about 30 highlights in front of me before the one hour show of all sorts of sports that I've never really called, if you will, in my entire life. And I got a text from my wife about 15 minutes beforehand. And again, we met in the newsroom at ESPN in 96. So she, um, she texted me, how's it going? And I texted her back. I said, I feel like I'm in a time machine. Like I'm in a time machine. I got all these highlights and that's, that's what people are coming. They're coming for highlights and they're coming to find out what happened and be entertained by it. And it was like, I'm getting even chills just thinking, and you know, it was so great. And I, I just want to tell you this one Berman story because I love telling the story. Tell it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 about him, and 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 one of the things that I think that makes you, Chris, so good at what you're doing right now, and you know, making uh, we've just met. Um, I'm sure you're just as good. He's pretty fucking so, good. That's right. Yep, he's so, pretty good. But but it's it's being yourself. You know, like the person that you know, your podcast viewers and anybody else who sees you, Chris knows that you're, you're not putting on a filter. You are yourself. And the most successful people in broadcasting I've ever met are the same people off the air as you see on the air. Dan Patrick, um, is a perfect example. Olbermann, uh, Stewart and, 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 and Berman and Berman. When I first got to ESPN, it was 1996. I was 26 years old. I had just had a year and a half in the business at a small market in Redding, California, Redding Chico market. I, it's entirely possible Aaron Rodgers was watching me do my, my <laughs> sports cast. You know, yeah. when he was when he was barely, um, you know, in in middle school. Um, so at any rate, uh, I, I get the call. They they found me there, and it literally was like lightning struck. Like I won the lottery. And I'm age 26 and I'm, this is what I wanted to do. That's why I did stand up in college and then mixed it with my love of sports casting. And voila, that was my goal to be on sports center. And it happened and it was unbelievable, but it was head turning. Like, yeah. you know, I, as soon as I got there, I didn't know how to work my way in with these Titans, you know, Robin Roberts, Charlie Steiner. That was when Kilborn was at his height. When I oh, walked he's in, still at his height to me. I know you're not saying that, no, but no, his no, Instagram no. is it's the greatest. Oh, no, his Instagram is. is up there. I, I don't know if I want SportsCenter Kilby or Instagram Kilby. 
Instagram Kilby is just like Sports Center. Okay, Kilby. good. Okay, he really is. And I had him here three years ago when when Sports Center had like their big anniversary, or ESPN had their big anniversary thirtieth year, and I didn't get invited. Neither did him. So I I basically call, you know he's the Greta Garbo of sports casting. I got him and to come in here, and he hadn't been on TV in years. And you know we we drank to, you know martinis together. Of course. To toast and it was a great hour, like hour of like search out on YouTube. It, it's unbelievable. When he Watch was here that tonight. Yeah, I love, anyway, I love Craig Kilborn. Long story short is at ESPN. I don't know if they do this anymore. Again, I haven't been there in shit 18 years now. Um, so or 19. So they had these banners, you know, these banners that say ESPN worldwide leader in sports that that ESPN would hang uh, over, um, you know, the side of a baseball stadium or wherever to let let you know who's broadcasting the game so these banners would be hung up on prefabricated cubicle walls that would create hallways at espn and it would say a sign saying for on-air talent to please sign for charity and they would tell you what charity it was and they'd have a sharpie hanging there and i was there and i'd been started doing some sports centers and i just didn't want any of those people I just saw just told, just told you about seeing me sign something like mm. some 26 year old signing this as if I'm putting my name next to Dan Patrick's. Right. Yeah. I was really self-conscious about it. So about a week into my tenure there, I'm doing a seven o'clock sports center on a Sunday night. And Berman is doing the baseball tonight after it. And he's in the makeup chair before me. And I walk in and I just say, you know, you're the perfect person to ask this question, Chris, when I'd never met him before. Mm. And, and, um, and I said to him, um, you know, I'm rich eyes. He goes, I know who you are. He goes, what's your question? <laughs> so I told him my, my problem, like, you know, I'm like, how many sports centers do I have to do before I'm considered worthy enough to sign these banners? Yeah. And he goes, how many have you done one? And I'm like, about six. And he goes, fuck it. Sign them all. <laughs> <laughs> Your vermin impression is pretty good, too. You, fuck it. Sign them all. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, gra I just turned around. He'll turn. And I went down the row, like signed 12 of them. And he couldn't have been more amazing to say that to me. Like, he could have totally. Big league, you. Yeah. Or, or he could have done what Dan Patrick did to me, which is um, stand next to me. Yeah. While I'm looking at all, because again, the tapes uh -huh. that would come up from the 11 o'clock sports center from the, from the control room, they would be in this big plastic bin yeah. and it would be my job to take them out and put them in so I could see them before going on the air. And you bet I was going to do that as a 26 year old. I was going to see every last one of them. I wasn't going to just roll the dice. Like the one I told you about in the super of uh, the world series five years later, yeah. but so I'm standing there and I'm looking at these tapes and I just feel like this presence to my left, just stand there. And I look up and it's Dan Patrick. And he says to me, so you're nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And, I, and I just wanted to curse him out, you know, yeah. but you know, I, I took it to mean like Dan Patrick was giving me shit and he still does this like 25 years later. I feel the they same should way. really do a sports center movie. I don't know if it would actually sell, but I'd want to see like what it was like at the office back in those days with yeah. the personalities that we came to know as like sports center icons. Okay, write that down. Sports center movie. 
copyright infringe nobody infringe on that there idea okay sure. so sure. i want to ask you we've we've picked your brain about sports and before we finish with sure. M- michigan stuff which i have to it's kind of like the aiden of hutchinson course. of rich eisen's universe well another michigan thing here freudian slip so with monday night football i think that's one of the biggest like sports media mysteries for me in the next like 10 years what's that landscape look like we already have the manning cast and really like this conversation extends to any broadcast of a football game. Like, where do you think we're going with this stuff? And who are you excited about seeing kind of fill some of these Manning cast positions, getting in the booth? Like, Aqib Tlaib got in this year doing play-by-play. His style is totally different. I just feel like the traditional broadcast is changing. And Monday Night Football is the perfect example for that. It's like kind of the canary in the coal mine with football broadcasting. Where do you see it going? Well, I think that's where it's going. And I think, you know, with Thursday night football going to Amazon, I think that's, you know, I'm, I'm hearing that's exactly what they're going to do is come up with multiple broadcasts. Should I hope so? That, that would be, you know, for different audiences. You know what I'm saying? Like it would be employee of Amazon here. I'm praying, (laughs) but just, Hey, do some shit guys. I'm a traditionalist. And, and, and I, I watched a lot of the Manning cast. A lot of the Manning cast, but at times, you know, when uh, rubbers meet in the road and a guest comes on and an interview breaks out, it's very difficult to focus on the game itself. You know, I, I, I'd like the traditional broadcast of a game. I always will. But when the Mannings started breaking down a fourth quarter with a guest who knows as much football as them and drilling down into what's going on on the field, what's going on in the huddle and Peyton's reaction to bad football, you know, being unfiltered and Eli's reaction to Peyton's reaction. That was tremendous television. And for Peyton Manning to, you know, even be, I'm sure people are knocking on his door to call games. Like, why would he call games when he's calling a game from his basement couch? You know what I mean? And he owns the rights to this, version of what he's doing yeah. with his own production company. I mean, that's the win. Like yeah. that's the W why would he get on a plane just to fly to a stadium, you know, to call the game, you know, traditionally, it doesn't make much sense. Um, so I think what you're going to see is a ton of diversification of the broadcast and you get to choose which one you want in the same way that people are choosing how to view their news right now. Yeah. You know, and I think like that's, that's the future of it. And then, some gambling red zone channel once the Komodo is finally lifted. It just lifted. You know what I mean? Like yeah. instead of it, like instead of like, well, to go to this game when it enters the red zone, when the ball enters the red zone, well, when when it's now just a, a backdoor cover, let's go to the backdoor cover cam, you know? And like and we don't have to talk around it. I I'm beginning to no longer talk around it, yeah. you know, on NFL network. I yeah. mean, we're asking these questions rapid fire to my guys and they're all like uh joe mixon's average 62 (laughs) rushing yards over the last three games yes we'll have more than 62 today and and the over underline for his prop is 62 and a half and they're putting that up on the screen and this is the same network where i couldn't talk about reggie bush until he declared for the draft yeah you know and i it's kind of crazy so I, I think there will be at some point when the kimono is finally lifted, if not eviscerated, some sort of gambling red zone channel. And people are going to find what whatever method of of delivery for their game that's possible. I'm with that's you. I think I think the Manning cast is a terrific 
like look into what it could be at times. And then I, I think it's just the selectivity of the guests. I think it's like, I, I enjoy hearing from David Letterman. Like it's hard for me to say, hey, David Letterman sucked on the Manning cast, but I'm just saying like maybe it was the square peg round hole situation. Like I think if you have a football guest, it's aces. And to your point, I'm even more immersed in the game. But if it's somebody who's not, I find myself as somebody who works in football and I'm you know a fan, but I'm working in football, losing track of the game. So I do think there's some happy medium if they could find kind of that sweet spot. And like you no said, doubt. there's going to be a ton of choices. Okay, why you're here, Michigan Wolverines basketball. There was an assault on the court last night. Jawan Howard got into it, mixed it up a little bit. Um, I'm going to give you my take real quick. I think fighting is not the end of the world in college or pro sports as long as it doesn't get too ugly. I think CBS not cutting away from the game is an admission by TV and by the general public that we like conflict and drama in sports. They were ready to cut away, they didn't. I don't think it's a fireable offense, but I do think Jawan Howard should end up seeing some sort of, in the context of the Maryland thing last year, some sort of uh, punishment. What yes. say you? I didn't see the show today. I appreciate the fact that you want to talk about it. I said that he should not be fired. I don't want him fired. I don't want him fired at all. Um, I, I, this may just be because uh, I'm biased, or love the guy. I mean, 25 years of uh, connection to the, or longer, 30 years now, connection to the program and the school that uh, family members uh, should not be excommunicated like this. And I hope he is not fired, um, but he does need to show some form of contrition for throwing a, a hand. I mean, a coach should not be throwing hands. And that's the way I feel about that. Um, as difficult it is, is to be critical of uh, my coach, which he is, and I'm thrilled that he is, you should not be throwing hands and everything in between of well, being upset about the timeout. Well, then you're the one who pressed. Right. And then, you know, and then being upset about, I guess, the press that you call timeout. And then when the guy doesn't want to talk to you after the game, let him pass, let him walk. Just like he's clearly read the room. He doesn't want to talk to you. So if he basically <laughs> says to you, you know, I'll remember that. And you feel like that's not fair. Um, then call him later. Call him five minutes, yeah. you know, five minutes yeah, after the game. I didn't, we, like, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't really like what you said, um, Juwan. And I just want to tell you what's going on. And you may not really want to hear it, but that's it. And I'll see you down the road. Um, that's my opinion on it. Was whose take was it today? Somebody said on your show. Somebody said, "Do away with the handshake line," and that's well, that Jay was Billis, right. I think right? Chapman said that, but oh, Billis Chapman. did. Come, yeah, yeah, but Jay came on today, and he's like, you know, uh, when 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 he did it, um, you know, when he was in school, they didn't really do that, and um, and just lining up to dap really doesn't mean anything, and he thinks it's kind of a waste of time. You like but, it though, you you. You know what? I'm a traditionalist, and there's just too much shit in our world that's becoming more and more uncivil. So what's the big deal if you just line up? And even if you just go through and just dap it up, it's just something that I don't know. I I wouldn't. I just don't want to see something that 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 promotes sportsmanship and civility go away because of one outlier uncivil moment. 
No, I'm with you. I'm I'm with you, but I, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt my heart to see you know people seek each other out, uh, you know, on their own volition after games, right? So, I you know like if you love somebody on the other team, you're gonna go dap them up and give them a hug, regardless. And I think if you'd see people meeting up after games and whatnot. My whole thing on the Jawan Howard thing is, I think there's been a lot of I've been well, I'm not surprised, but there's been like anybody that has a problem with with Jawan Howard's actions people are acting like it's out of left field. Like somebody who's, there's been a lot of people calling for his firing. I don't agree, but I also don't think that the people calling for his firing are like being ridiculous. I mean, you know, I, I just think there's been overreaction on every side of this thing, overreaction to the incident, overreaction to the fact that some people might be a little bit upset and think that, you know, you shouldn't be cuffing other college coaches upside the head. I'm with you. I think there's a punishment and it's south of a firing. And the third one, because there was the Maryland outburst last year, right. probably should be considered in the context of a firing, but hopefully you never see a third one. Exactly. You know? Exactly. All right, we you. could be Big Ten commissioner today. As Rich's fellow Michigan man, I have too much respect to ask if you think Jawan Howard, though he shouldn't be fired for throwing a hand, should he be fired for being 14 and 11 with several McDonald's All-Americans? I wouldn't ask you that because I have too much respect no, no, no. for you and, and, and Jawan. Look, that, that's definitely a backdrop to all this, like the, the level of frustration that's happening right now. Yeah. There's no question about it. And then, you know, to get beaten up in Wisconsin, I know that might be the, the poor phrase, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's and how desperate and dire this season has become. But no, I'm not one of those like, look, like what he did the last two years was uh, remarkable and amazing as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I'd love to have championship runs every single year. That just doesn't seem to happen all that much. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say he has all these McDonald's All-Americans and he's screwing it up and he should be fired for that just one year in. Guy's building a program. And I think it's an important program that he's building as well because um, you know, a lot, he, he, he's paid his dues on top of being a former player and somebody that the school needed to turn to because they didn't expect beeline to go take a Cleveland Cavalier job. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he took the job. Just color me shocked that one of the only two basketball coaches that a casual college basketball fan has heard of makes news when he slaps another coach in the side of the head. Like, color me shocked on that one. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm like... No, I know. And of... he, also chose, he also chose the first weekend that football was over. <laughs> like, yeah, he picked Sunday, the first one. Like, if he had done that last Sunday, Super Sunday, what do you think we're talking about today? Not this. Nothing. Yeah, nothing about college basketball. Yeah. And what qualifies me as a Michigan man is is dining at uh, Zingerman's like twice Zingerman's. in my life and, and, do you, and do you loving also, in Arbor. Do you also, uh, if, if you... Uh, attach yourself as a Michigan man because you went to Zingerman's. Do you do that also for Judaism as well? Oh, no, I do identify as a Jew, yes. Okay, you do? Yeah. You That's news or, on this show. Yeah, no, very much so. Is this a, okay. is this a Curb Your Enthusiasm situation here, Funkhauser? Yeah, that, sound, that sounds like uh, that Seinfeld episode where... Um, <laughs> Where uh, he Watley. was very upset with Tim Watley yeah. for, for telling <laughs> Jewish jokes because he had just I'm not a dentist. Pretty Jewsyism, but and then he goes and sits on the kneeling bench at a confessional and was asked if that offended him as a Jewish person. He said, "No, it offends him as a comedian." It's literally <laughs> one of the greatest lines in history. <laughs> Funkhauser Palestinian chicken episode just one. popped into my head, and that's how I'm going to end this but, interview with Rich Eyes. Bro, look at him. He's got to go. He's been in that sweater all day. He's been dressed up all day making content. I you want, want to get him out of here. You want zero or one more question? One more. I'll take one more. Go for it. Okay. Um, 
your favorite guy, dude. Jim Harbaugh is returning, and <laughs> and your club beat Ohio State this year. Yes. But uh-huh. we three have a kinship in that we went to Virginia, and we've been the little brother for a little oh, while yeah, with Virginia the Hokies, Tech. who take the football game more seriously than than anything right. else there is. Is there a way you have learned to um, compartmentalize? Well, your direct anguish? the narrative, you know, because you're the better school. You probably win in all the other sports. The We're football not game is their as Super hard Bowl. In football. We just don't pool as many resources. Help so us, help what's us, help us rebut these Hokies when they beat us 15 years. Yeah, because you row. have a lot of experience there too. Being fair, <laughs> I have a lot of experience in losing to my rival. Yeah. Yeah. that's okay. right. Um, well, that sucks. I don't know how else to say it. It sucks. It enrages me. I'm getting enraged by it. <laughs> it's getting um, enraged. It's one of the many moments that I, I don't find oh. the, uh, the uh, balance in my life. I'm actually very unbalanced when it comes to Michigan and Ohio state. Like that's the times when I would, when we would be losing big time, I would like throw myself into the love of my children, you know, uh, yeah. once again, yeah, like, I would yeah. actually, like get down on the floor and play games just uh-huh. to take my mind off it. And I thought to myself, I'd love to be the dad instead of the dad who's playing games with my children during Michigan, Ohio state, I'd love to be the dad who ignores them because I'm so deep into a competitive game or celebrating a victory with them. Um, so this past year was incredible. It was awesome. And I hope it truly is the beginning of something, you know, routine. That would be so great because Ohio State fans are, pardon me, the Ohio State fans are totally unbalanced. They're unbalanced about it all the time. They they think about Michigan when they shouldn't. They admit it when they shouldn't. It's really sad. But when it comes down to it, Michigan beating them is the only way to combat it. That's the only way to beat it. There's it's- only one way through that fucking door. You know, it's you got to beat the team regularly. Correct. And then and we, we, we did that last year, and then we lost this year. Oh. So I hate to tell you, I, you know, if history, at least on our side of the fence, is any right. indicator, like you're going to lose next year, no offense, uh, but it could happen again next year. And you know what I did? You pl- get on the ground and play board games. I vomited on my ticket <laughs> to the no. football game this year at okay. 11.30 at night. I didn't even, it didn't even make it to midnight. I puked on my ticket. This is, it's That's here. True. The ticket is here. Yeah. So yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's got the. Yeah, I, I don't know if that that's it. Sounds like a radical approach, but um, we're, impro- we're improving, dads. Okay, we're not the best Humble. dads yet. Okay, the best dad ever, Rich Eisen, uh, Rich you. Eisen Show, Sports Center. Uh, you know, you know, Rich Eisen. If you're in an airport with him, don't hum the Sports Center song. It's okay, I don't mind it. Okay, I don't good. mind it. Okay, cool. So just, I just, so I just want to know for my own future reference, um, in terms of scheduling for this program, um. Does a Michigan coach have to throw hands at somebody to get invited on this? No, fuck no. Now that you've broken the ice, this is like beating Ohio State. Like, we're going to have you back every year. We're going to have you back every month. Can we do a monthly hit with you? Uh, anytime. Okay, good. That's great. Yeah, he was real easy on the phone. Yeah, how you do know. you book guests? Okay, dude. Hey, okay. Quick, hey. Yeah, no, good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Rich eyes at everybody. I have Thank people you. do it. I have my people do it. <laughs> okay. When it's booking guests for me, I'll sometimes book them. Chris knows I reach out to him. I don't have people handle He is Chris the guy. Long. He's the guy. I reach out to Chris Long. It's not a handler calling to Chris Long. It's me interpersonal relationship with Chris Long to book. And then once he says yes, that's when I run into somebody else to make sure it happens. That's great. You understand? It's a blueprint. You feel me? Yeah. 
We hear you loud and clear, Rich. Thank you I for coming on. I get the green light. That's when I get the green light. <laughs> you got the green light. That's when I get it. Thanks, Thanks Rich. You, bro. All right. Take care. I Rich can't Eisen. wait. I'll look, I'll look for the next fisticuffs for the Michigan. Uh, <laughs> okay, good. Go blue. I'll be waiting for another white defensive end to get drafted. See you, buddy. If you're in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I got great news for you. WinBet is now offering $200 in free bets for new users. That's right, 200 big ones. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't pass it up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. In New York, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. Tennessee, 1-800-889-9789. Did the first half of this pod with no ears. I'm going to do the second part of the pod with no microphone. <laughs> what do you think about that, Meg? <clears throat> you can't hear me? Is that it? You don't like it. I'm you don't like the new uh, my new technique. I'm going no ears, though, for the second part of the pod. I just I don't know. I like I like the timber of that the earphones provide. Do you like the if Dr. Fax is in here now? You you have you ever gone no ears? Have you ever podcasted raw? Um, I have before, but not in here. No, actually maybe a few times in yeah, here. It's pretty good. Yeah. Something to be afraid of. Um But I like these earphones. So Dr. Fax is with us. We will fix the uh dunk contest here in a few. Um we fix now the Pro Bowl. What else have we fixed? What did we do? Delete it? Uh, yeah, we we organized a bunch of kind of events that, you know, type of Aaron Donald breaking a civilian's back. Pump, pass, and kick. Yeah, stuff like that. Coaches fighting. I want to fix the dunk contest in just a few. Hey, um, shout out to Nate who provided uh, a life raft. Uh, your boy was just about out of marijuana for the for the back half of this pod, which is where oftentimes it gets smoky in here. And um, I was down to um, just sticks, and I ground up a bunch of sticks, and uh, I was trying to make it happen, and it wasn't happening. So <laughs> Nate assisted. We have some uh, Sunday driver. <laughs> Sunday driver is the strain. Today. Hey, an actual person in this world who I respect asked another person in this world who I respect, are they just high all the time when they do that podcast and they, i and like i was they, part of they. the day you heard about this third hand or you were there i heard about it from one of the two wow dj callis says you shouldn't li- you should never listen to they i should disregard it they it's always bad you shouldn't listen to they 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 is a like it's a very toxic word they they and i would negative. hope those people that are listening you know who you are they know who they are Okay, I can get on board with that. But for the record, I am not smoking. No, he's not smoking any dope. Any of the marijuana. He's not smoking any of the dope. I would love to get the, I would love to get the 45 minutes back that it takes to grind up the marijuana and smoke the marijuana and blow the marijuana around. I would love to be home right now. <laughs> That's good. I'll play along with the bit. But if I could be anywhere else.
Studio joint. Again, doesn't smoke marijuana intentionally. Or unintentionally, the smoking. It might get into my person. But yeah, shout out to uh, Nate with the Sunday Driver make. What do we have with Sunday Driver? Well, it's a hybrid strain made by crossing FPOG with grape pie. The effects of this strain will make you feel balanced, calm, and happy. Sunday Driver has a sweet, mellow, and creamy flavor. Growers say this strain comes in light green and purple buds an absolute that are drenched pie. in trichomes. <laughs> what, are, what is a trichome? It's just the, the sparkly stuff? It's the sparkly stuff yeah, on the sparkly outside. Stuff. Sounds the so little cool red to hairs. say. Those trichomes. That's enough marijuana. Let's talk racism, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, does Matt Stafford have good instincts, huh? <laughs> Is that how is that how we're twisting the story now? That's how the story twisted. That's how the cookie crumbled. I mean, like I went from feeling kind of bad for that chick to now I feel like ten percent bad for the chick. Because even racists, I feel bad no, when they hurt themselves. No, this is who I feel depending bad depending on who it is. I, guess. I feel bad for the people who threw money in that GoFundMe well, and probably no. Honestly, their it was it was bad. Here's the most, and Will Compton did a whole bit about this, but. And I think I know what he was saying, but I, maybe I didn't watch the whole thing. Don't quote me. Um, you know, like we went from you know screaming at Matt Stafford, who was definitely shit faced, and definitely like I don't know about you, if you've ever seen somebody fall in public, if you don't know if they're hurt, your first reaction can be to go, "Oh shit," and turn away, like out of discomfort or out of like I didn't just see that. We've all kind of had that reaction to somebody falling or tripping or I, i'm probably gonna chuckle i'm not gonna lie i i might depending on the fall i might attempt to help but like in that attempt i'm most likely depending on the fall you're gonna look like gonna kind chuckle. of an asshole yeah. all i'm saying i don't know if the way he turned so fast i mean like like i said the other day i made a joke with pft something to the effect of it was second no look pass in a couple days and they were both backbreakers i had to delete the backbreakers part because at that point she was just a poor girl with a gofundme now she's got old tweets so i'm gonna make the joke again um and all i'm saying is he didn't know that she was hurting her back as she was plummeting downward and he turned his face his wife who's very sweet was going over to help uh said photographer we hope she's healing up good and we hope the racism's healing up from a couple years ago as well right i mean like i'm not glad she got hurt but all i'm saying is now we can joke about it a little bit yeah no we're all more than one event you she, know right we're all good and bad we we're can all, all evolve but it sure does give you a little cover to laugh about the situation a little bit more because she has the old tweets admit it well, I, Nate already has. I don't know that I'm laughing at a spinal fracture, you know? Yeah. <laughs> she going to regain, like, full movement? I, I don't, I don't w wish harm I don't wish on. that either, but I'm certainly not going to forego the content side of this coin anymore. Well, do you want to do you want to wind back up for the backbreaker joke? Really give it your all? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> okay, I don't at all. But all I'm saying is the swing of like, and again, Will did something to this effect. Uh, but the swing of hey, Matt Stafford is a villain, and then like Matt Stafford's a hero for a GoFundMe, and then by the third day, it's like hey, you might want to take your name off that GoFundMe, man. John Gruden's picking up the the remainder of the tab. 
What was what was Stafford's <laughs> reaction the the moment he starts reading some of these tweets? Ah, oh, fuck. Stafford's reaction was probably like, what do I do now? Call my publicist. What do we do? What do we do? We helped e-racism. Do we draw funds out of this GoFundMe now? It's just it's a it's it's like out of a movie. It was probably, thank God. What? Well, she's now a, a racist. Yes. <laughs> I'm off the hook. But it's also, hey, whatever we have to do to find out who's who, you know? Are either of you racist? I don't no. think so. I don't think so, all right? I'll put me down for a no as well. <laughs> Two no's and a maybe. Also, that sweet girl with the funny NFL jokes and all the oh, stuff. Oh. Annie Agar. I like Annie. I like Annie. She was Annie. at Trump rallies. But here's my she thing. She had tweets. My thing. Okay, do your thing because I agree with this. My thing with Annie is she's been going viral. She has great videos. Like, I'm not assuming she has a team. She she might be doing everything completely solo. But for this day and age, for you to go this viral and not at some point think in your head, hey, I see all these people getting in trouble for old tweets. Maybe I should look back Scroll. as far as I can. <laughs> and see if I have anything that anyone can use for firepower. It's incredible. Every time somebody gets busted like this, like a kid will make a play in the fourth quarter of a game, and then like his tweet, he'll be like a, a Baylor wide receiver, and there'll be like a tweet that's like, I want to stick my 14er up somebody's asshole. Jesus. Like 2013. And it's like, damn, dude, go back to your high school tweets, man. If they have one meeting before the season, like make that the meeting. They do all types of meetings, right? In the NFL. Absolutely. And now I'm it's, not trying to give race racist cover or like people with fucked up opinions cover, but you know, like you want to at least give people an opportunity to change or say, I'm going to start over. Let me get rid of my old stuff. I'm not upset that we, we find out who people are, but I'm just saying like, make that the one meeting. Yeah. That's it, the most like, Hey guys, you know, your Twitter scroll. <laughs> oh, there's a picture of you and me, Kingston. I, I'm scrolling for the first time. For <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, I don't have that many tweets, and it takes a long time. No, yeah, it takes a long time. I think I joined Twitter, I don't even know, 2011? I, I vetted all your guys' Twitters. It, it takes forever. It takes oh, a long fucking really? time, dude. Oh, nice. What are the worst things we have? Nothing. You guys are all good. No I racist just over to, there. I like to argue on Twitter a lot. On June 8th, 2012, I, uh, I tweeted, when in doubt, tell the truth. Fuck, dude. You're coming out pretty good in this whole thing, huh? Aren't you? Yeah. Hey, go through mine. Yeah, I want a full forensic accounting of my Twitter. <laughs> That'd be an incredible app if you could tweet from 2013. Bear with me here. Whatever you want to have said in 2013, you can make it so. You know, look, my one gripe with the you whole... You can look so fucking progressive. Look, my one gripe with the whole... Hey, In her whatever case, you not whatever you put thing. on the internet, it never goes away. So beware and all that. Also, don't be a racist. But look, what I want to know is where's all my MySpace stuff? None of that MySpace content. It's hard to find MySpace. Stuff. <laughs> like, there's no MySpace content that's like out there. Tell me a little bit about your MySpace page before Yo, we get into It was it was immaculate. It was so great. What was the song? Bro, I think I had rotating songs. That's when wow. I was like, you know, you was get I in cool. Your top six? 
Nah, I, I don't think I don't think it was top eight. Is that in your top eight? Nah, that's even worse. Nah, Tom, I wasn't in your top eight. I Tom, showed you on your visit. I didn't make your top eight. I don't even know if you. You had came to my one. draft party. We were just talking about this. I invited you to the draft party. <laughs> you came to the draft. You guys, you were my buddy sign list, up. I don't know if people have heard this story. They put a sign up on the fucking rafters. I find out an hour before the draft at Radio City Music Hall. Somebody comes to the back. And says, "Hey, Mr. Long, can you get in contact with your party uh, up in the front of the uh, the rafters of the auditorium? They've hung a sign that says Chris Long has a long dong. It's a giant sign. I, I sorry for accuracy's sake. I think big it was dong. a big dong. Yeah, big dong, big dong. Real creative, guys. And by accurate, I mean the sign. The sign. You got it. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> that was a good time." That was a that was a good trip. I, I had a I had a great time. I also would have had a great time in your MySpace top eight. So fuck you, dunk contest, man. What do we think here, guys? Like a lot of back and forth is what I was seeing over the weekend, hoping, praying that nothing would happen that would put the dunk contest on the back burner in the general consciousness of our listeners. Jawan Howard fucked all that up, but I think we can still talk about the dunk contest. Low key, people say low key, low key. I was entertained by Jalen Green not being able to put the basketball <laughs> into the hoop for five minutes. <laughs> just jizz already, dude. I mean, like, that's the equivalent of just jizz already. It was. Like, we were all the first date. Everybody was like, just get it over with, Jalen. Like there was booing during a dunk contest because he wouldn't dunk the ball. Yeah. During the, the, the contest. The dunk contest. It's Thanks right there in the name. I didn't catch that part. That's the first. That's con. the first thing they have to change. They can't allow that ever to happen again. Like that's like just people as- having an unlimited amount of time. Correct. Yes. Okay. So there was a great um, Ringer article from Roger Sherman a couple years ago, and I was just looking at the worst dunks of all time because you forget these. I don't know how, but it reminded me of the Birdman thing a little bit. Birdman, uh, Chris Anderson. You remember Birdman? Yep. In a yellow Denver Nuggets uh, get up, attempting the same dunk for seven minutes. <laughs> wasn't it the free, wasn't it the free throw? Wasn't it the free throw dunk? I don't know what it was. Yeah. Here's the problem: I don't even remember what kind of dunk it was because all I remembered was all the NBA players laughing at him. And there can't be a worse group of people than super cool NBA players just fucking <laughs> grabbing each other like overtly in front of you, shoulder shaking pointing and laughing like and you're their peer i watched alan houston dunk off his head and people were rolling on the ground laughing at him like he had nothing so he just threw the ball up and hit it in the air like a seal yep and then dunked it. it yep the baron davis blindfolded um did you guys watch that one i've seen that that's one of my favorite ones where he misses the front of the rim by like Two feet, yet somehow still doesn't get a minimum score. There's the Chris Anderson. Reed's got it up. Has there been a white dunk contest participant since Chris Anderson? They, well, they should have out, outlawed us. This guy's seven feet tall. <laughs> can't do a dunk. <laughs> guy's seven feet tall. Can't do a dunk. Baron Davis blindfolded was, I was really entertained by the way this guy writing the article was he was just taken aback by the Baron Davis. He needed a 46 to win the whole thing. Decides to go <laughs> headband over his eyes and miss the rim by two feet. Bro, it's worse. He's got little eye holes cut into the headband, but then they're like in the wrong spot. No! Yeah. If you look really closely, you can see the little, like he cut out, you know how a headband's like double-sided? 
he cut two eye holes on half of it on like Stop. one side. Yeah. Stop. And was trying to look through it, but then got confused and couldn't <laughs> see the so rim. Fucking good. <laughs> look like Blank Man. All time oh, underrated player, blank though. Man, that's hilarious. Yeah. So if you're not getting only one attempt, there at least needs to be a shot clock. I'm also adding a defender. And not a real defender, but yeah, somebody yeah. like me. Yes. Where it would just, like, I'll try hard to yes. block it and won't be able to, but yeah. it will look a whole lot That's cooler. That's awesome. But you need, you need some incentives if, just in case, you have, like, some type of, like, super Saiyan energy. What if you, what if you actually block? He doesn't know block, what a super Saiyan energy What if you is. actually block a dunk in a dunk contest? Right. Ten you grand. Ten grand? Ten grand. That's okay. it? Yeah. Fine. A Kia. Ooh, yeah, you get a yeah, Kia. Easy. Yeah. They're just printing those. I miss right. the cars. No, see, I don't. Out? No they more props. I hate props. No oh, props. I disagree. I disagree. I did. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> you said no more props. No props. I missed one the, the car. One, no of the props. Best, one of the best dunks in in dunk contest history is Gerald Green. <laughs> what did like he do? blowing the candle out. Is oh. that Gerald Green? That was Gerald Green. Yeah, that's right. Blowing yeah. the candle okay. out. Now, 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 to be fair, if he was somebody famous. And this is another thing. If he was somebody like an all-timer, and I, I got fixes too. We'll get to it in a second. I just, I think if that was somebody else, we'd be talking about that one like every day. If it was somebody. What was it, a cupcake? Yeah, he yeah. blew the cupcake out. If the prop fits in your hand, you can have the prop. Okay, it's a hand, mm -hmm. handheld prop mm -hmm. thing. And that brings me to. No, to so no people? So no people. I, bro, I got something on people in a second that's going to blow your mind. Okay? okay. Hey. Because people are props. They're, when they're used as props, does that count or no? So no more hands off or no more alley oops. So no you people. That's right. No people. No more people. No props. People okay. are props. Okay. Yeah. People are props. Yeah. Okay. Dunk. Dunk it. It's a dunk contest. Bro, like I was looking at some of the old dunk contests. Me and Reed looked at a couple. There were some really mid dunks like back in the day that we just acted like they were cool. Like I can remember back in the in the eighties. I don't remember this, but from YouTube. <laughs> There was a guy that dunked over like a teammate sitting on a chair. Like <laughs> I, Aaron Gordon in this is the best dunk in the history of the dunk contest, by the way. Under his legs, yes, out yes. of the a mascot's hand on what, what Nate? You definitely know what these things are called. Uh, that they, they were balancing on. A lot of people were into those. They they were the little wheeled things that people stood on, and they just leaned forward. Oh, you're and talking they went, about the Segway? Is a Segway? No, it didn't have no, handlebars. It's, it's the it's just like the 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 those hover hoverboard. Yeah, yeah, like hover, a little hoverboard. hoverboard yeah. That was really hot in like 2015 or something yeah. around when he won the uh, dunk contest. So really topical prop there, right? He misses the first attempt. But goddamn, it was beautiful when he's when he nailed that thing and he had already jumped over that mascot once, dude. So jumping over mascot. All I'm saying, there's sometimes uh, a prop is kind of dope. And that was maybe the best back and forth ever with with Zach Levine. Two guys you haven't really like that that aren't like big time NBA names, like generational names. Non NBA competitors. Yes, YouTube. Agree. YouTube has YouTube. a YouTube has a whole entire dunking community, and I think if they need to shake something up, I think honestly they should do NBA dunkers versus others and they can get a few youtube guys they can do the whole ringer they can nba can make money and do a little reality show find the next dunker and you get two extra guys in there on top of whatever and you let them battle it out and i think it'd be a lot a lot a lot more interesting some of these dunkers they're dunkers they're not like you know what i'm saying they're not bad they're not basketball players. yeah they're not 
Which is fine. Necessarily basketball players. Yeah, they're working on dunking every single day. So they can do different things that the normal NBA player doesn't necessarily have time to be practicing or trying to do. And I think that a type of excitement would probably help the dunk contest out. It's also like you can get hurt trying some of those crazy dunks. So some of the like actually good players like and so that's the that's the main thing. Like we don't have our Jordan doing it, but we also don't have like our third or fourth biggest name doing it. Like back in the nineties, they had here's one: you got to have a short guy every time, Mm -hmm. every dunk contest. Mm -hmm. You should. You got to have a short guy. If you have a short guy, it's something to see. Nate Robinson, Spud Webb. Yeah. Um, The Nate Robinson era was. We don't have short guys anymore. Not only did you have a short guy, you also had the goat in the 90s, but then you had like the human highlight reel. Mm-hmm. So you had every level covered, star, freak show, and uh, and, and short guy. Yep. Horse is the first round. This is not an original idea. <laughs> hey, this is what I do. Yeah. To advance, you got to win the horse game. You're up against another dunker. Can't complete the dunks? Don't move on. More camera flashes. No camera phones allowed. Only old cameras allowed. Camcorders. Camcorders. NBA players have to, they get in their little goodie bag when you get to the dunk contest because they give out free shit at everything now. Give them a camcorder. Yep. I'd love to see some of that old camcorder footage from the 90s. You know, like Shaq holding the camcorder recording the dunk contest. I'd like to see that video. I'd love to see that video. There was a kid actually. I'd also love to see Ray J's camcorder footage. Talking about sex? I already have. Uh, <laughs> there's another tape, supposedly. Chris, could you and Nate still dunk? Oh, be close. I don't think so. Oh. None taken, Matt. I used to fucking be able to. All right, so. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. In order to still dunk, you had to have been able to dunk at one I'm, point. I'm six foot four. I'm way up here. I can put a tennis ball over the front of the rim. Yeah, I'm actually the shortest guy on the on the on the set. On the set. That's incredible. It doesn't seem that way like when oh, you watch it. Can, does it seem that way? To me it seems that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do that right? Yeah. You yeah. didn't score a basket on me though. That's only right. cool if you score a basket. So so me. here's another one. More dribbling. Like Obi Toppin the other night. Just running with the ball like he's, you know. You're gonna call it travel. I'm just tra- No, it makes it look cooler if guys dribble and gather. No traveling. No say tra- it. Just say it. I don't want these fucking guys traveling, man. Yeah. I'm a rules guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, louder rims. They had louder rims in the '90s. <laughs> Did, didn't they? I mean, it was like you, you can hear it right now. They should have exploding rims. They should have some. <laughs> They should have they should have an option and they should have it so that you know the the glass is already a little a little shattered so it's like excitement. Giannis, you get, you get one Jerome. you get on. one final dunk that you have to make because you know the backboard is going to break so either you make it or you don't and then that's the one highlight. Dunk. Zach Levine decapitated wins dunk contest. <laughs> okay, opposite. Peach baskets. And then you get a, a little old guy dressed up as Dr. James Naismith. He's got to get up on a ladder and retrieve the ball after the dunk. That's pretty good. Players that would surprise you that could dunk, like a dunk contest just for them. Like James Harden, I don't see him dunk a lot, right? But he's a star. 
maybe kind of the worst best dunkers, like the worst dunkers of the good players, and make it a fun thing. Okay, go ahead. Or you take you take the last man off the bench on every single roster, and you put them in a dunk contest. Isn't that what it is now? <laughs> <laughs> How about so, let's start scoring it out of a hundred and and be real. What's the lowest score that anybody gives? A seven. That's six yeah, is the minimum. There's a, there should be a lot more variability. So they're like every, they're scoring at one to five. Yes. Yeah, they are. Inflated scoring. That's weird. That's weird. Go Super out of a hundred. I want to see eighty twos. I want to see thirty sevens. Luca Doncic, free run guy from the Clippers trying to block his shot. Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell. <laughs> that would be that would be good. Like yeah. like settle your beefs here. Human beings. No, no props. But they can be defenders. We need one settle defender. your beefs here. Like a All basketball right. Oklahoma kind yes, of like basketball Oklahoma. <laughs> Yo, no longer called dunk you contest. Got, <laughs> you want your stars to get hurt <laughs> during this? Well, Howard over Greg Gard. Give Greg Gard just like have him standing under the basket. Juwan Howard, give us your best stuff. All right, so the the games in Salt Lake City next year. I know you're not into people or props, but you just oofed Salt Lake City. <laughs> okay, well, hey, not anymore. Yikes. You're not going to be oofing anymore because dunk over Mitt Romney's entire family. <laughs> <laughs> How did Mitt Romney catch a stray? <laughs> it's not a stray. How cool would that be? Mitt Romney is court of public opinions up because he's not the devil, and he's got a huge family. They took a big picture, went viral. Salt Lake City. He lives there, outside there, I think. I think Mitt Romney have, is blocking If the dunk. you can dunk over Mitt Romney's entire family, you you deserve a seat in the Senate and the dunk contest. That that happens next year. Indianapolis, 2024. I really like this idea I'm making, so you might want to catch this one. The Hellman's dunk contest. It's just white guys. <laughs> why, why don't you run that out in Salt Lake? Indianapolis feels just as easy but Mitt Romney doesn't live in Indianapolis it was a great opportunity to, to jump over 30 people there's some good white dunkers in the in the YouTube community and they can head to Indy in 2024 the Hellman's dunk contest the Hellman's mayonnaise yeah um, get it <laughs> oh I got we next time it goes to to Phoenix you think you can you think you can jump jump over a cactus Mm. Wheel out a nine foot Suaro cactus. <laughs> it's called sweat equity. Like it's it's one thing to jump over a friend. Which, by the way, how do you get that job to be the guy that gets teabagged? I don't know. Like you got to feel really shitty to be tapped to be the guy that catches Vince Carter's balls on the back of your head. <laughs> like you're just hanging out after practice around the All Star game. And you're like, is he walking over here? Is he walking over here? Yeah, he's going to come and talk to me. He's not going to ask me to be the guy that hands him the ball and gets jumped over. Yep, I'm going to have Vince's balls on the back of my head. <laughs> How do you get that job, dude? I just, I don't know why people agree, like, agree to it. Would you do that for Whalen? If Whalen became a dunker? Absolutely. No you, problem. No, no problem. Because that's not weird. It's my son, dude. It's my son. If my son wants to, you know, teabag me on the way to a, a perfect score at the dunk contest, I'd do that for... He didn't get a perfect score. <laughs> Come on now. That's racist. So, I... What do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean he didn't get a perfect score? No, he didn't get a perfect score, though. Who didn't? Anthony. Oh, okay. 
good. I thought <laughs> Greg we were Anthony's have to son. Cancel you. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you need to fit the theme of where the dunk contest is mm. with kind of some of the props if you're going to do props at all. No props. You know, small Mardi Gras float, New Orleans, 2025. I just a put the All Star game in New Orleans. A small Statue of Liberty. In New also York. risky. Can you imagine not landing that one? Yeah. On the torch? Freedom torch up the ass. <laughs> it's fucking, you, there needs to be some, hey, the big guns the arc, aren't the getting arches. this thing anyways. The, the, guys, the guys that are doing these dunks are kind of like, fuck it, I'm not worried about getting hurt. Up the risk. Lean into the risk. Cacti. Props. Sorry. None. Ta none taken. Um, I will say this, though. Obi Toppin, I tried as hard as I could the other night to really lean into this and you know like when you get home from the bar and watch sports center very topical here that's like peak sports is cool time highlights drunk haven't seen them after a college football weekend something like that packing a dip on the couch um right meg i don't pack dips i don't smoke <laughs> marijuana i don't pack dips i don't go to the bar i don't come back I and watch sports center so i know about that but that is peak sports is awesome time and uh, I tried as hard as I could the other night at 2 a.m. to watch the Obi Toppin highlights. And I just could not get into it. It just didn't have that same kind of buzz. And so I do think that like as impressive as the dunks he did the other night are, it just doesn't have the same pizzazz. I don't know. I also think these big wings are too tall and I'm not entertained by Obi Toppin dunking a ball. You could put the fucking basket on top of Madison Square Garden and he'd have to jump from the street and I wouldn't be impressed. He's seven feet tall. <laughs> seven feet tall. So you're not impressed. I think I think his I think we're spoiled a little bit by the dunk contest. Obviously you're gonna see a lot of the same dunks and variations of the dunk, but Yo, the dunk that he did, we've never ever seen that before or like really like That's a variation. We are spoiled and we're like, older and we are the generation rating these dunk contests and we're doing it as older people that already saw the 90s. We will never see something as cool again. It's dude, like it's to like tap the back bro, the backboard it, with one hand and dunk it still. Bro, That's cool. We've just seen everything. <laughs> we've seen it all. We'll never get another MJ with camera flashes in like a 90s retrofit uniform dunking from the foul line we got it again with a tomahawk with zach levine that was a more impressive athletic feat but mj looked cooler and he's mj and that's the bottom line that's what wins they gotta do a bigger pot contest. share like it's never gonna get it's never gonna be good if there's not a bigger pot share these guys like already don't even want to really be at the all-star game like most most of the guys so you have to give some type of incentive maybe throw a car in there every year Moral of this B block is that things change. Dunk contest no longer exciting. Annie Agar no longer racist. <laughs> uh, the photographers <laughs> come to Jesus as well. And we have um, a new football league, which is a new old football league, the USFL, which unveiled its unis. <laughs> you did that. That was You're good. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Um, now, when you texted me, right. hey, let's roast these bad boys, like – uh, I'm curious to to hear your roast because they're so bad I can't even differentiate. There are eight I, of them was, and four was, are red. I was yeah. so afraid. I was so afraid 
that you were about to say you like these uniforms. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That takes my breath away. No, they're the worst things I've ever seen in my life. This is bad, dude. And they're also bad fits. I think if they actually fit either these people or mannequins, I uh, that that would be useful. But they look like they're movie unis. Okay, the Maulers, they got a decent jersey. I think it's a little play on the Broncos a little bit. But it's just the patterns. Yeah. Like, I, I don't... They they should just do this more is, solid this is colors. An awful uniform. <laughs> like there's no way around it. I know that after some research, they had um these were from '84 or whatever. This yeah. is the second go round. So right, a lot of these are trying to mimic old ones. But what's it, it, what's the real definition of a mauler? Is it like a worker? No, it's that- somebody that just fucks some shit up, like a mauler, <laughs> right? It, did it come from like? It, it looks like it's probably like a steel worker from the picture. Is that really where the word mauler came from? Um, that's what I'm asking. No, I know. A mauler is a person's hand. Is it? Yeah. Keep your um, rotten maulers off my things. A mauler, a mauler um, or a maul is a heavy hammer having a wedge-shaped head used for splitting logs. Wow, Look so it that. really is. A mauler. Dr. Facts for the fact. <laughs> well, it's right there in the fucking logo. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, it's right there. <laughs> Give, give the guy a certificate. You could just say I didn't know that. No, I I knew it. I was adding I was adding color with another uh, uh, with the hand additional definition. Um, I will say this though. Uh, before we get into these, we're all drawing from the same picture. We'll put the link in the in the podcast uh, thing. It's a little bit visual, but I figure this isn't too hard to find. The poor guys that did these uniforms, their dicks are just. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even I see mean, that. Frozen. <laughs> Everybody's got these little these poor guys, man. Yo. A lot of <laughs> Yo. <laughs> man, I'm not looking down there, but goddamn it. You're like, not? Yeah. I've been looking at these unis for hours and didn't yeah, see that. Me too, bro. Like, it's a button, good? dude. It's a button, dude. Oh my goodness. Look at that button, bro. The poor guy. How about how about hitting send on that? And being like, yeah, dude, check it out. I'm the Mauler's mannequin. Maybe they edited it, bro. <laughs> It was the first thing I noticed. Whoever it is, bro. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. I'm also sorry because they're wearing a Mauler's uniform. This thing's hideous. So, yeah, it's bad. It's awful. Purple and yellow. Purple and orange don't work. Clemson, it doesn't work. Um, Hammer time, bro. Phoenix. Yo, but think about that. Old uniforms that work. They could play, like, for third down, they could play can't touch this. Hammer time. Yeah, but then everybody's like, why? And everybody's going to have the same conversation we just had about the... (laughs) It's Mauler. Now they know what's up. I thought it was an axe. (laughs) No, it's a hammer. It's a type of hammer. Okay. Uh, Clemson does make it work. You think they make it work? used to make it work. You think Clemson makes it work? Yeah, just because they're predominantly orange. When they overdo the purple, I don't like it. Okay. So there's a balance issue there, in my opinion. Phoenix does do it. Now name a third team that's purple and orange. Do that for me. Yeah, you got it. You know what I mean? Birmingham, Stallions, retro Niners, adjacent vibe. It's, uh, It's fine. It's so fine. And it's the most safe, fine, like, colors. Very safe. It's, it's, is, go, it's gold, and it's red, and I, I don't like it. Um, but at least you didn't light the, the whole thing on fire. Also, you know St. Louis Rams like, were almost the Stallions. Mm. Yeah. You, know, you know what this looks like? Like these jerseys, they got these jerseys half, half off 
Like, you remember the East Bay book? Totally. <laughs> like, I feel Don't like. I remember that. the East Bay book. I've been looking for that thing. I feel for like. A while. I feel like they Sneakers got the. Sneakers back in for me. They got the good deal on the back of the East Bay book. Yeah. And they were like, you know what? Let, let's just take them all. Let's take all these right Bro, here. Bro, and they fit like you ordered them online. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It looks like. It, it just looks. It looks like all these all guys East are Bay. fucking pro football players. I sort hope of. these mannequins come sort on of. now. <laughs> sort of. These guys are hard wor- working pro football players. Jeff Fisher is is a coach in this league. Um, you better outfit these guys with proper jerseys. They can't be this loose. Not like the mannequins are rocking here. Fucking Houston Gamblers, man. Texas Tech and the Falcons had a baby in a motel room. <laughs> and yet in the bathtub and yet we have a, a third color entering the chat with those <laughs> with those home pants bro concrete concrete <laughs> i mean this is incredible those away joints are fine no in my opinion the aways are fine you're right aways are fine Black, they could be better white and silver oh, i just it's i just homes. realized this but is is this are there games on all turf is it all turf or is it just like for the pictures they have like sneakers on? Um, no, they, I They're think these guys all they have in the pictures. They're playing all their regular season games in Birmingham, and then the playoffs are in Canton. So unless they're is, playing in the RCA dome, they probably should check the footwear. Yeah, that's Th- weird. This was actually the only jersey I liked was the Gamblers. Both, because they're very different. I like the dark alternates. Yeah, I just can't take my eyes off. The, you like the what? Yikes! Damn, that's another thing you take off your browsing history. Yeah. Like this is, I don't know the, what this is akin to you looking. Do you remember the, the Madden? Internet, but having a thing for these jerseys is bad. It's not as bad as your NBA All Star Game jerseys. I like are those good pennies, take. bro. Oh, I'm proud yeah, of that. An fe- I'm proud of that kink. Proud of that kink. Yeah, that's terrible. I like a practice jersey. Oh yeah. You're over here, the fisting section of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> the Houston Gamblers home jerseys. I'm down with the logo. He fisted the state of Texas into a G. <laughs> they did. That's kind of cool. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Don't. Don't. If we stick to the aways. Yeah, they're good. Which they can do, right? Because every game's in Birmingham. Sure. They're not in Houston. You know what would be tight for the Gamblers? <laughs> to just never wear the homes like throw it out there as a beta test like a little dallas cowboy situation but you know what i was looking under the uh maulers mentions when they rolled it out and i was like man i feel bad for that social media person do you ever feel bad for a social media person you're like damn they have to tweet right now a lot of times for us like during a virginia tech game after a virginia tech game i feel bad for ever sending uh those tweets I feel bad for the person who has to unveil the Pittsburgh Maulers and the reviews were 100% good. 97% good. Well, probably plants, which we should think, think about. We should get some plants, dude. <laughs> Great pod. Anybody out there wants to be a plant for us? I love this podcast. This is a good podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> five stars. Chris's teeth look great lately. Yeah. Michigan Panthers, man. Again, this what is, is with the total, pants? I was high doing a Madden uniform, and it was sweet for like three quarters of the thing. I got tired of it, and then I had to do the stripes. It almost I had works. a baby blue dream. Wait, 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 wait. But the pants, wait, there's a wait. mustard pant, yeah, and then a... There's a balance problem here. And then it's, a bile pant. There's some really fire elements 
that the Michigan Panthers are are playing with here. Wait, you don't what, like what, them? What color is that? Depends on what you're asking. There's several different colors. The home, the home pants. Like what home, color that, is that's that? That's bile. That's bile. You have a dog? Yeah. Is no, it thrown out? A cat. Does your cat throw up bile ever? <laughs> Rocking the bile. Yeah. Has your cat thrown up? Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of sometimes is that color. There it is. Bile. Wow. That's a fucking great call, dude. And what is this? And it's like apricot orange. These other ones, these away pants. I don't know, but why are they different colors? It's, I don't like, know. Why it's a fabulous helmet, question. You but know, what, like what the stripe? The stripe. It's a balance issue. And is this his arm, or is that like a color sleeve? Bro, here's the <laughs> like, deal. Here's the deal. The the aways with white socks change the helmet. You almost have something. Uh-huh. So change the whole uh, uniform, I right? Agree. But aways white socks, different helmet. Yep. Wait, wait, wait. Is that their socks? Could be a baby blue helmet. <laughs> it is the socks. For fuck's they sake. Have, <laughs> they have, I agree. Okay, this is a nine iron. New Orleans Breakers. Total nine iron. I don't know what that means. Yeah, looks good from a hundred and however many yards away. You'd hit that <laughs> golf ball. I like these. You know what I mean? You like that. Yeah. Macon likes that. Might use that. Three three pant stripes, different colors. I like. It's different. What Dark is bre- blue. What does breakers mean? Like what? That's that a mean? wave. It's a wave. Okay, so th- what? Like, but what does that mean? It's so, a type of wave. So there, there are a bunch of waves, and I know it's fucking like objectively kind of confusing because on the shoulder it looks like a piece of crest toothpaste, mm. uh, and not a wave. And on the helmet, I don't know what I'm looking at. Maybe a shark fin. I think another wave. So if <laughs> they'd have figured the wave thing out, the logo thing out, these could be fucking flames, dude. You have you have hit the uniform G spot for me here. Yo, but why do they have these are the these are With the, the colors. These are the workout shoes we got our second year in college. Bro, you're <laughs> like, obsessing you over these workout like shoes. <laughs> Nate, focus here. This is good though. Focus on the fact I can't, you can't I focus can't. on the uniforms because everybody's wearing uh coach <laughs> like, shoes. But like, Nike why, Vomeros like, are, that the like, guys wear with khakis. But why don't they have on the cleats sideline? on? Like they have to be on turf. The, the, this has to be a turf field. Bro, like I said, unless they're playing at Qualcomm in nineteen eighty six that the darker the dark blue needs to be darker for me if that's a navy yeah they got the colors wave could use these all work. whites man just take them to shop for the weekend but let's again, workshop this bro it's the oh, usfl yeah. you have canceled your league and come back you can cancel the new orleans well Breakers this is kind of like logo. um what tulane was like a wave wasn't their logo still wave? Yeah, yeah still wave. and it does look like a wave they're, they're did, out in new, new orleans did you yeah did you read that tulane's expanding I did not. Three yeah, lane. Four lane. Oh, fuck. I didn't even know the joke. <laughs> I've said be- it like four you times have? on this podcast. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I guess we don't listen to each other much. <laughs> Nate, can you imagine um, trying to solve a murder before DNA evidence? It's like, hey, chief, come come check over. Come check out the this pool of blood. It's, it's the murderers. Chief walks over. Oh, gross. Uh, let me get back to my hunch. Nah. Testing, you, testing. We were testing you. This is part of a hazing process. <laughs> you you didn't it? laugh. You passed. Because these days they could solve the murder with the pool of blood. But back okay. in those days, okay. do you get it? It was a hunch. Well, no. He's got to get back to his hunch because he's got nothing else. 
He can't test the blood. Like is there a button we can push when he goes too far? Or you can do it for me, too. What was a murder investigation like in 1935? One cop would just walk in and be like, Detective, we found a pool of the killer's blood in that hallway. And he would just be like, hmm, gross. <laughs> Mop it up. Now then, back to my hunch. Philadelphia Stars, what do you guys think? Awful. Awful unis. Okay, can ketchup I say something? Mustard, gross. You know me, I'm a sucker for ketchup and mustard, mm-hmm. dude. There's something here. I'm buying Philadelphia Stars merch. No questions asked. It's a homer pick for sure. Uh, and I'm not sure about having a star on the helmet because the Cowboys, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking in the 80s doing that, but they did try at least. I love how retro this is. I'm going to get the Sixers retro shit. I'm going to get the Stars retro shit. Look at that third one. Look at how poorly that fits. I mean, the 34 is 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 just falling to his back. Maybe he's just not a number he's, on his he's back. He's got a lot going. This is definitely a budget thing, right? This has to be like this had to be like an overall no, like dude. budget. No, it's budget. not a budget thing. It's a taste thing. And honestly, <laughs> this these are close to being fire. So absolutely close to being fire. The stripe. You got to get rid of those. Bro, these are like Pop Warner like jerseys. Like honestly, like these are the jerseys that your 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 kid if he plays Pop Warner, like this is the type of jersey he's going to bring home. Okay, that's fine. But you know what we got here? <laughs> we got a solid logo in my opinion. If you know, if you, you're not going to reinvent the wheel, let's go backwards. Correct. Why? Are, um, I, I don't like, mind the helmet stripe. Look at honestly. that secondary logo in the back, the bell with the weird striping. It looks they great. always got to involve the fucking bell, dude. But why, I don't know about these little, like, little missing parts in the stripe. Like, the stripe and the I don't helmet. know either, dude. It's it's, like, it's what not a that? great stripe, but I'm just saying, not as bad as some people will lead you to believe. I'm ketchup and mustard guy. Love Iowa State, USC, uh, you name it. I love the Calgary Flames. That's one of the best logos in pro sports. The Bandits have played it really safe. I don't like when a pant stripe extends to a jersey stripe because it's never going to be properly tucked in or aligned. It's not even in the fucking picture when you're trying to get your picture <laughs> taken there, 99. I mean, look. A lot of these pictures the are really poor angles. Like, I can't see the jersey straight on. Yeah, 99. So not a, like look the turf shoes, not great, right? Oh, my God. The it's angles, just... not great. There's a lot going on here uh, from like just a production standpoint with putting these shoots together. Have the guys stand straight on so I can see what the fuck's going on. You yeah. know what else I noticed? Everyone, I guess they're going to let them do this. Everyone looks cool with the with the, the tinted visors. These, jersey aren't, these well, jerseys are not going to Because everybody's too that, embarrassed they're not that gonna they look know that you cool. got a button dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, this fella seemed to have worn some. Now, I'm not singling anybody out here. I just, we were watching a college game this year. Bro, Don't lie, they have, though, bro. They, bro. I texted you. I was like, Fuck that, that poor kicker. He was out there stuck. It was like a huge kick. And this guy, he just, it was under the lights. I could kick, give more hints. They're obviously wearing cups, though, bro. Who, kickers? Like, in these pictures, the kicker. That is the world's tiniest cup. Is he wearing a, a Monopoly piece for a cup? He's wearing a little thimble. Is that the thimble? He's wearing the thimble for a cup? <laughs> Yeah, sucks, dude. I know. <laughs> Sorry about it. And what'd you say when I texted you about that kicker? I do not recall. Yeah, you were like, "Holy shit!" I was thinking the same thing. Wow. And what did I? What was the thing I was thinking? That the guy had a monopoly thimble 
for a cup. It was funny as hell, and he was stuck out there. Thought, Sometimes you get in a poor situation where your your units pointed the wrong way, and you know you could be on national. I television. thought you were talking about the field goal. No, I was talking. Yeah, well, I'm talking about the Oregon kicker. Cup four guy, dude. Jesus Christ! I put it in the group text. Taylor saw it. Oh, neat. New Jersey Generals, another red uniform. It's Rutgers, and that logo smells like a cigarette. <laughs> Five star general, baby. The logo smells like a cigarette. Yeah. Or an '80s horse racing. No, logo. you know, no, no, to be fire, a nice belt buckle with that logo on it. But it is kind of it, it. It's kind of cool though, Nate. I'm not gonna lie. I did see some pictures of this, and I thought like they played it safe. Sure, the logo looks like a cigarette to me, but um, it's the, time to suit up. Looks that's actually bad. that's that's actually the best one. It's time to suit up. Ridiculous. The New Jersey Generals. Yep, exactly. That's probably the best one. That was the team that the former president owned at one point. Oh, Trump. Yeah, he couldn't figure out how to keep possession of a USFL team. <laughs> Maybe we should fucking elect The Rock. He's got an XFL team and everything. Checks out. He's got the whole league. I believe. Oh, yeah. Highly electable. True. The generals have better shoes. Oh. Generals oh. fix their shoes, cowboy. Maybe that's what makes it look better. Cowboy, do you have a favorite? That's what's missing here. The breakers. I like those breakers yeah, nine iron. I agree. Nine irons, I agree, dude, but I they're agree. beautiful. Kingston, you like do you have a favorite? Gamblers, as I said, but I agree the breakers is pretty cool. Draft is February twenty second and twenty third. You wanna oh, live stream today. that thing? No. Hey bro, we should live stream the the USFL draft, bro. I'll do it oh. from home for twenty minutes from eight thirty we'll to eight. I want to do an eight hour lot uh <laughs> draft the only, three hours. Hey, the only USFL live stream wire to wire every pick why don't you put Let's your name in the hat to be drafted both of yous Ooh. i mean that really is the process you say i would like to be in the in the pool of players how would you put your name in the hat okay, oh, look, 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 only, only, only if only you got to represent us okay sure i'll be your agents done Next. i know jeff fisher it's president's day if you're listening it's not um but who cares it's a chance to uh, share our favorite presidents and close the show. Um, oh, favorite. Yeah, top yeah. three. I got that mixed up. Look, you've been waiting for this, and you got it mixed up, man. How did you? How did you I thought it was top presidents, like the tallest ones. Oh, tallest. Yeah. So you just have tallest presidents. The list. three tallest, yeah. Okay, give it, give it to us. Uh, Lincoln, LBJ, and Donald Trump. So LBJ was the tallest president in, in a couple senses. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, there's, did, an, there's a... Tell me about it. Well, there's a there's a famous clip where he's talking to his tailor, and he needs a little bit more room. He said that. Yeah. So he also supposedly would just he called it. Bow, where my nut tang? He called. He called <laughs> bro, so so it's legit. So yeah. he really called his thing jumbo. Apparently, Lyndon B. Johnson was very proud of his penis and nicknamed it Jumbo, which jumbo, I did not see? know. Yeah, you guys are it's relevant, dude. It's relevant. He regularly showed it to the staff and journalists at the White House saying, Have you ever seen anything as big as this? <laughs> yeah, had a knack for humor, huh? Wow. With the shortest presidential term, this guy passed one month into his presidency from pneumonia that fell on him after standing in the rain for an hour giving his inauguration speech. Damn. <laughs> Any anybody? Say that one? He's in office for a month because during his inaugural address, he stood in the rain for too long and got pneumonia and died. Robert oh, we Redford. talked about him. Bill Harrison. 
William Henry Harrison. Yeah, that's good. That's I mean, it's not good, but what a fact. Uh, okay. My three favorite presidents. Yeah. I have Morgan Freeman in Deep Impact. <laughs> <laughs> I have Bill Pullman in Independence Day. And then I have Jamie Foxx in White House Down. Top three right there. Um, Jamie Foxx. I was just he was struck by it. He the was fact sh- that you went off the board, so I barely heard what you just said. Uh, can you say that again slowly so I okay. can see who you snubbed? Um, so Morgan Freeman yeah. in Deep Impact. Uh-huh. Bill Pullman in Independence Day. Okay, good. I'm glad you got that one. Okay. And then Jamie Foxx in White House Down. Jamie Foxx was shooting it out with his Secret Service in White House Down, so that's, that's lit. Yeah, it's really lit. That's what I want my presidents doing. <laughs> right. you, at, you least, you, at least you think you, uh-huh. you would like to think that. Like, yeah, my president will get down. That's really good. That's Those are a couple that I didn't think about. How about James Madison, five foot four for all the short kings out there? I was in 7-Eleven the other day. I know why they have the height thing on the door, but it sucked for this guy that walked in, and he was right under that five foot. I was like, man, it must suck to go to 7-Eleven. The things I don't think about because I'm tall. You know, here I was complaining about big and tall clothing or lack thereof. You guys got to walk into 7-Eleven. You know, for years of playing football and being in the D-line room, like to me, I'm not tall, but like in the regular world. You're the I'm shortest s- person on the set. <laughs> right, Meg? <laughs> you guys got to be all uncomfortable in airplanes, though. Oh, my God. It's the worst. Jimmy Carter. In real life, I actually think he's probably cool. UFO guy as well. And John Quincy Adams have no idea about his politics. It probably sucked by today's standards. Really? Well, he liked to skinny dip in the Potomac River. Mm. He was just out there. Uh, here we go again with his dick out, Nate. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> his thing was shrunk up like the, the guys modeling for, for the USFL. Poor guys. Was that John Quincy Adams in there? <laughs> that funny <laughs> laughing at a lot of my dick jokes yeah i don't know where this is all coming from though i was gonna do like a a money bit and like just name all the presidents on like bills yeah and had this whole thing and then mental oh, cutting room floor huh quickly remember that ben franklin is not a president was not, not a president not a president <laughs> yeah, that's good. But he's you on a hundred dollar bill but it is a fuck it is a motherfucker sometimes dude. <laughs> he's, he's on a hundred dollar bill when i thought about it i was like this how did this motherfucker sneak on the hundred dollar bill stolen valor is a little bit like, I would be his mad name if, was benjamin but i'd be mad if i was a president so you don't you think just presidents on bills i mean like if you're gonna start it out like that just don't throw someone who wasn't a president like on harry there. tubman you obviously weren't stop don't do that <laughs> <laughs> don't do that well you said they already, you know, just presidents they, they already snubbed they us is bad, dude. <laughs> they, they're bad they're bad they snubbed harry disregard they uh <laughs> all right shout out thomas jefferson you guys give us what your up, best presidents and then bill. we're gonna take this thing home reed of course has to tell us his favorite first ladies we know mr t's favorite first lady shout out barack obama let's do it and- <laughs> Uh, number one, Abigail Adams. Actually, no, this is in no particular order. Abigail Adams. Uh, she is the distinction of being the first second lady and the second first lady. <laughs> that's right. First second lady and the second first. That's interesting. And then Dolly Madison. Divorce. She saved uh, White House furniture when it was burned by the British. And she uh, is often credited with popularizing bipartisanship because... Uh, Thomas How's Jefferson. That going? <laughs> Thomas Jefferson would have parties, but 
it would be separated like all Republicans. His house was Democrat. separated too. Thomas Jefferson, Reed? Yeah, that's right. Well, it was pretty well integrated. I think. No, it was pretty separated. It was integrated, but not the right way. Speaking of your favorite president. <laughs> the third favorite first lady is uh, better Betty Ford. She had a CB radio and her handle was Big Mama. She was also very pro- progressive. Oh, that's cool. Big Mama. Paging Big Mama. Reed, aren't all those women dead? Yeah, that's that was the... The elephant in the room. Rest in peace to all those oh. lovely ladies. Rest in well, peace. Well, it seems like pandering to me. Again, I was honestly going to see if you had anybody who was alive, but... Um, R.I.P. Is that your insensitive pandering? Uh, R.I.P. 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 Yeah, his I.P. Insensitive pandering. Insensitive pandering is his I.P. That's fucking funny. It took me a second. Yeah, it took me a second to get there. All right. Well, uh, it took you a second to get here. We are at the end of this podcast, uh, and we will be back uh, Friday with, I believe we might have a Hall of Famer on the show. And if that person bails on us, I'll call my dad. (laughs) I'll take care. Oh, 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 oh.